The house always wins. Play long enough, you never change the stakes. The house takes you. Unless, when that perfect hand comes along, you bet big, and then you take the house. I've been practicing this because a little bit that I rush. It felt like I rushed. That was good. I liked it. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Big Easy Bets podcast. I'm your host, Logan, and with me in the studio, Nick Von Brick. Hey. How's it going? Good. Back with us again. For I keep saying back with us. Joseph's with us all year. Joseph Ascani, how are you? Good, good, good. Justin, the Russian concussion mascaro, how are you? Good. Y'all two are lying because y'all are not doing very good. Well, I'm alive and healthy, so I'm blessed. Yeah, well, this ain't, uh, a, this ain't a health podcast. Extremely discouraged, though. You're going know. fucking broke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 123, we have a lot to unpack, a lot in the form of spreads, top to bottom, how our week went. We're going to give you our best and worst of the week. We got to talk LSU football, though. You want to do LSU before or after, best and worst? I guess we can talk about it. Now? Yeah. All right. Um... I mean, it'll get mixed in a little bit with the recap because all three of y'all were on LSU. I was the only one not. I Wait, felt like there was question marks. What? You took LSU? Late ad. Oh, jeez. Also, too, before we get started, big thank you to um, the Wolfpack Broadcast Network, WPBN, for having us on their live stream on Friday. We went on there. Didn't represent very well, but you, Mike, and Chip all went 0-2. I was the only one to crack <laughs> into the win column. USC, baby. I try to tell everybody. Well, that's but Mike with his damn voodoo. He jinxed there. y'all 100%. And then he costed him too. Yeah. Now 100%. Um, but yeah, big thank you to those guys. We're going to be going back on this Friday as well. They got to, I got to say, for a high school football experience, you're not going to find a better one. It, especially if you, if you have a child that goes to St. Paul's or if you're just an alumni or a fan of high school football, you should definitely tune into their live stream. They're on YouTube, uh, Facebook, maybe Twitter as well. I mean, you're getting a pretty good presentation for a high school football game. They're in the booth calling the game. you got the scoreboard. You've got the whole, the whole nine yards. So Wolfpack Broadcast Network, go out and uh, go subscribe and give their page a look. Like I said, me and Nick will be on Friday trying to hand out some winners, even though I was the only one to hand out a winner. But who's keeping track? Um but yeah, all right, LSU. I'll let you go. <laughs> we were at the game. How was it? Was it fun up to that? Or were you um, all I don't crazy? know. It just it felt weird the whole game. It did have a weird feel. Like we were on the the visitor side, so they represented well. It they had a lot of people. Oh, yeah, they had a lot of a people. A lot of people yeah. there. So that's why it felt kind of weird. It was very yeah. close to 50-50, I yeah, think. Yeah, it was. I mean, if you're looking at judging by, like, the upper bowl at least, maybe it – I mean, LSU side was loaded with nothing but LSU people. There were some LSU people sprinkled in on the away side, us included. I would say if you want to break it down, maybe 55-45. Yeah. But it was they, – they, they showed up uh, mm-hmm. for sure. All right. I don't know where I want to start. I I mean, what are you? Yeah, I mean, going into the game, it felt good. Um, I just thinking more about it, I was like, I think our defense is going to play well, and I thought it did. Other than on third down, it they just gave up too many third oh, and longs. Yeah, we got early in, in the game. We got them in third and eight every fucking. Yeah, but I mean, if you look at the like. first half, it was mainly the offense wasn't able to move the ball, and the defense played 
good in my opinion, other than on third down, but yeah. that just resulted more not in as many there wasn't as many points coming from that as you would normally think. But yeah. um couple critical things that happened, obviously. Ollie Gay getting thrown out of the game was brutal. I didn't realize how bad the hit was. I was kind of antagonizing it was this horrible. I was antagonizing this woman. Not antagonizing, but I was fucking with her. She stands up and she's like, Oh my God. So I'm like, throw him in jail. Yeah. I said, you yeah. need to be arrested. Like that she, woman was so funny. She was like, it's like she had never seen anything like it before. She was like, <laughs> like she was clutching her pearls. I was like, he needs to be arrested. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, horrible, horrible. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know what he was thinking. <laughs> he like he launched. He headbutt him. Air. Yeah. But it was like he didn't even like launch. He was like by him like this, and then just decided to Doom. fucking headbutt him yeah. real quick. Like horrible, horrible decision. <laughs> Uh, another big thing, Mason Smith tore his ACL. Yeah. That's fucking horrible. season. Horrible. Celebrating a, a good play, too. Uh, you hate to see it. Feel very bad for him. That was brutal. The D-line, I mean, uh, didn't Ojolari get hurt? He got banged up, too, right? Yeah, he might have. I don't remember. He came back in the game. Every, yeah, he did come back. Yeah, but still, every goddamn edge rusher we have. Um... You gotta give you gotta give Travis was it Jordan Travis? You gotta give him credit. He played a very good game. Yeah, he extending plays, but okay. So the big thing we were going back and forth on it. Um, you obviously were hesitant with the name of Jaden Daniels as quarterback, rightfully so. The more I look into it, the more I'm kind of like that. The last couple drives that he did were impressive. I went back and watched and. I think in the fourth quarter, he was 14 of 18 for 138 yards and two touchdowns. I feel like there's something to be said for that. I know people are critical, us included. We were critical while we were there at the game for his first half. But the second half, he finally started getting his guys the ball. I feel like there's something to be said for that. Like, he went 99 yards. Yeah. We were lucky to get the ball back, obviously. But to go 99 yards yeah, is impressive. damn impressive. And, and we... I mean, this was a fucking that's that whole sequence was wild. Uh, Eighty six, who can't block on a goddamn extra point, but uh, fall in with the knee inbounds. Yeah, there's the longest review of all time. Legs. Yeah, longest review of all time to find out what we're gonna do. The fact that he landed inbounds, but it was a first down, end up getting one untimed down. But I feel like Jaden Daniels kind of deserves a little bit of praise. At least, at least he's getting it from me. For that, for those last few drives, so he, that fourth quarter was fucking really impressive. Yeah, I mean, he played better in the second half. I'll yeah. give him that. Yeah, but time will tell. I mean, I think they went with him. So, like, when you ask me, oh, should they bring Nussmeier in? It's like not unless if they want Nussmeier to be the quarterback for the rest of the year. Yeah. So it's like you made your decision. You got to kind of stick with your guy. And well, Brian Kelly came out and said he, there was never any thought of putting. Nussmeier. Yeah, that, and that's what I was thinking. Like when we were questioning it. I was like, yeah, I mean, they can't, in my opinion, if you go with Nussmeier, then it's because I don't think Jaden Daniels did enough to lose his job for the rest of the year. And I think that if you put Nussmeier in, then that that would have had to been the case, if that makes sense. No, yeah, he's dynamic with his feet. He's dynamic with his feet. There were, That one scramble that he had, which was a little questionable of a decision, uh, kind of around, right around midfield, he juked back towards the middle, didn't try to go to the sideline, but was making people miss. It was like, okay, that was like – He's dynamic with his feet. If he would just trust his arm and maybe trust the offensive line a little bit, which yeah. I get that's easier said than done. But also, too, trust your playmakers. You've got guys out there. That's what we kept screaming all day. 
What well, on a side note though, Kayshawn Boutique, catch the motherfucking football, dude. Catch the football. I, I did you see in the I think it was the third quarter, maybe early fourth quarter, he's got to go console Kayshawn Booty, who's throwing a goddamn temper tantrum. So instead of scheming for this next drive coming up as we're trying to crawl back into the game, he's got to go make sure his crybaby ass wide receiver isn't on the sideline throwing a temper tantrum. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. It's the first fucking game. You dropped a ball right in your hands. It would have been a good catch, albeit, but then because what, we got a false start the play before, you're gonna just fucking take a play off. The ball hits him in the goddamn Two numbers. Balls. We were no, yeah, the but the one hits him in the fucking chest. We looked at it. It was because it ricocheted that it was like, ah, oh, it was it was catchable, but it didn't look like a good ball. From our angle, it hit him in the fucking yeah. chest. When I saw that, I was yeah. like, what are we doing, dude? He yeah. took a playoff. He took a touchdown playoff. We fucking win the football game. And so, obviously, controversy was he deleted all of his affiliation with LSU off his social media as well as every other picture. I quickly, I, I almost made a video after, like, my reaction. I was fucking pissed. But then it comes out that it he was getting death threats, which is fucking so what, stupid. Uh, who? Booty? Yeah, well, and neighbors. He he also deleted his shit, but so I don't know. They told him that they're they're just resetting. So whatever, you're wiping out your fucking muffed punts, I guess, and trying to fucking reset. But if you're if you're sending death threats to these kids, you're a fucking piece of shit. You're an absolute moron. They're out there fucking busting their ass trying to all off season trying to then first game doesn't go their way in a heartbreaking loss. And you think that, what, because you might have lost $20 on the game and you're fucking drunk on Bourbon Street that you can send them some stupid-ass message talking about yeah, death threats is what the report was. So you can go fuck yourself if you're somebody like that. If you think that shit's funny, you're a piece of shit. Uh, but if we're deleting our affiliation with LSU because we're not happy about getting the ball, then give me a fucking break. It's going back and forth with somebody on Twitter talking about he should sit out. Because Jamar Chase did it. This motherfucker isn't Jamar Chase. No. You're not Jamar Chase. <laughs> we can't get into this routine of, oh, it's not going well. Did you think we were going to win a championship coming into the first game? Why'd you play in the first game? Judging by this argument of, oh, he should sit out because he's going to be a first to third round pick. First off, he's going to be a first round pick. But more than likely. No no, no later than a second Yeah, I don't pick. know. I mean. I would assume he's going to go first. But I think he's a good player, but he's not the caliber of player that have, has been here the past few years. No, yeah, sense. he's not, yeah. It's like Justin Jefferson slipped way late in the first round. Yeah. It's like he's not even close to the level of Justin Jefferson. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, catch the goddamn football, dude. There was multiple drops. I understand the touchdown would have been a tough catch. I still feel like it's in. It's, it, it's here, then it's here, and yeah, well, then you know, it's catches contested. that first-round dr- yes. draft picks yes. catch that pass. So. 100%. And they also catch all the other ones that he dropped, too. So. Little, little fucking hook routes and shit you're dropping. like, yeah. And you, your body language, dude. You're wearing the number seven. Like, if you want to leave, fucking drop the number at the door. What are we doing? We have other guys on the team. And neighbors catch a motherfucking punt twice. Those guys in front of us fucking bolted. He said, you just got to catch it. Fucking muffs it again. He was out the tunnel before the ball it, was even recovered. He said it right before the the punt too. I said just catch the. Oh, ball. Oh, I said Damn the same it. shit. But that's what I, that's what we were talking about. I kept saying I was like, it's like, yeah, I had a feeling it was going to happen. But you have a feeling because it already already happened. correct. So you're like, it's like I had a feeling that the extra point was going to get blocked. You you mentioned it. Everyone was like, it was like so much tension. Yeah, you have to have tension. I mean, it's well, zero no, but seconds we were, on the clock. We were talking like, about it though. Whereas it's like typically an extra point's a formality. 
Correct. It's going to be made. But yeah. everyone was yeah, fucking holding their breath. Silent. Right. And it gets blocked. Yeah. Um, I think you also have to mention uh, it, it should be one of the most easy, repetitive things that you have in the game. You got to snap the ball correctly. For I mean, you you were going to might extra have point? no a period. You might have cost us a touchdown on the first drive. Oh yeah, 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 head. yeah. And then if you watch throughout the game, he there was like three or four. No, there was a couple bad snaps. There was snaps. A, there was a jet sweep. It looked like they that were going to try to get to. That should be one of the to. most repetitive things. Yeah. in the game. Yeah, you I, can't get that down. I kind of understand, or I can at least somewhat understand the first drive because there's jitters. I get it. It's it's high intensity. Um but that's another one. Keishon Booty, catch the motherfucking football. But that's none almost of that like happens. a formality, just like you said with yeah. the extra point. No, it is. Yeah. Well, I was telling him because, yeah, that happened. The bad snap over his head. Um, the offensive line got beat. He took a sack. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There was something else that happened. I was like, all of that, that's in their head now of like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, there's more pressure now. It doesn't mean like it knocked them off of their game or anything, but there's more pressure that all is avoided if Keishon Booty catches the football. Right. You're wearing the number seven. You're supposed to be the best player on the field. So... Catch the fucking football, dude. And I think uh, to go on Nick's point of the, de- I think the defense to an extent did play good, whereas they came up big when they needed to come up big and get a stop. Well, the defense kept us but, in the game, but there was a lot of missed tackling. I mean, I don't know if y'all saw it from where y'all were, but on the TV, it looked like mm. there was a lot of missed tackling. Yeah, there was. Everybody yeah, was looking was for the big bit. hit over the top instead of wrapping up like that big ass tight end probably broke. Yeah, Jay Ward five had or six one tackles. where he did that. He tried to come in and lay a hit, and he he. He ran over him, but I felt like Jay Ward also made some pretty – he made some plays early on in the game. Yeah. We were doing a decent job of getting pressure but couldn't get him home – couldn't right. get home. So – and then, I mean, Nick said they were just kind of out-scheming us. So every time we're dialing up a blitz, they have something short and easy over to get to. Right. So I, I try to look at it from the glass half full, though. I felt like to make that comeback, you got to take positives from that. You could have rolled over, down two touchdowns late. You could, it, on the one-yard line, I understand nobody forced that fumble. It was fortuitous to get it, but you still got it, and you marched 99 yards down the field in an extremely pressure situation. I like that Jaden Daniels trusted J. Ray Jenkins instead of keeping it himself because we assumed he probably was going to keep it, which could have been, uh, I mean, I'd have been fine with uh, on that last play, but he finds J. Ray Jenkins in the back of the end zone, and it wasn't even his first read. It, was his, it looked like his third progression. Yeah. So I, I like that. I think that's good as well. J. Ray Jenkins, there needs yeah, to be something good. said for him because he seems to always come up clutch. Oh, yeah. At least in those opportunities that he gets them. So I don't know. If Kayshawn Booty transfers, he can I'm not I'm I'll be so pissed. What's, he can't transfer this year. Well, he can sit out. Well, yeah, he wouldn't transfer. He could sit he's out. He's gonna be draft eligible. Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, yeah, he's not. He's sticking around. He has to. Yeah. I mean, maybe he regrets it because maybe Alabama wanted him, and maybe he's like Bryce Young would throw me the ball. Yeah, it's like it's game one though. But like, yeah, dude, you gotta realize you got the ball thrown to you. Yeah. It wasn't like you didn't get the ball all game. Yeah. You're mad because you didn't have a catch. Yeah. I mean, he had a couple catches, but well, no, no. At the time, I think yeah. when he was freaking out, was he didn't have a catch at that time. I Through think about we were, three quarters. Yeah, I think yeah. he had zero catches. Yeah, he come to the end zone twice. He had three fucking drops though. Twice when we were in scoring position, he he uh, got the ball targeted to him in the end zone. Yeah. Yeah, all this Brian Kelly isn't the right guy for the job. I keep seeing people saying that shit too. It's the first fucking game. He signed a ten-year deal. A 10-year contract. You thought he was going to come in and do what? Run the table first year? It was a program that was in turmoil. That's why Orgeron was out. He's not going to come in and turn it around right away. This bullshit that 
this instant gratification, oh, I need it right now or else this guy's not right for the job. I was going back and I was messaging somebody on Facebook who's saying I knew he wasn't the right guy for the job. How the fuck do you know? He signed a 10-year contract, jackass. Last time we were, uh, LSU was unranked going into the season with Saban at head coach. Yeah. I think no, yeah, we are going years, to be yeah. fine. Uh, me and Nick have been talking about it. I still believe we're going to be competing for a championship in three years. Yeah. Within the next three years. With the recruits that are coming in, yeah. he's going to build up the offensive line. We're going to be able to get playmakers. He's a good X's and O's coach. And the whole season's still in front of you. We don't know yes. how. Florida State wasn't a terrible team last year. No, this is the best team Norvell's had since he's been there. Yeah, so, I mean, you can only <clears throat> expect that they're better than they were last year. And when you really look at the ACC, it's really... Other than Clemson, it's really wide open. Yeah. And then Clemson, even well, Clemson I still question. Like shit. Yeah. yeah, for a while. Um, well, no, they did look, offense looked like shit. Yeah. Defense is going to be one of the best in the country. They blocked two punts. And then they put in the backup quarterback. That's why I texted you. That kid looks fucking good. I would sit DJ Ungalele down so fast. He's the same player as he was last year. Yeah, he's not that good. And then they're he's trying to the run same. him so much. It's like. Well, he, he accuracy was way off. You put pressure on him, and he's not getting away from you. Georgia Tech was getting home a lot, forcing bad throws. I would put the backup in in a damn heartbeat. He's the same player he was last year. That offense was horrendous. If they don't block those two punts, who knows where they're at offensively. Georgia Tech covers the spread if they don't block those punts. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I would sit him. All this, oh, he lost weight. I think he had shoulder surgery, and then he's re- changed his throwing mode. He's the same fucking player. He's the same player. Yeah, he will not. I bet you he doesn't finish the season as the starter. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't get to see the backup, so I it was very small sample time. size. But he's he's that's why I said it shades of Johnny Manziel, rolling out the pocket quick. Dude is fast. He was throwing. He threw one throw in between the two levels of the defense. He rolled out to his right, dropped it over the linebacker, but in front of the safety, it was a fucking nice throw. I was okay. He's quick too. He's quick. I would I would start him in a heartbeat. Clearly, they must feel that he's not ready, but uh, he's ready enough for me. If I was coach, he's out there. DJ, sit down. Go play <laughs> ukulele. You're out. Um, but, yeah, I, I, glass half full with LSU. I like the comeback. The fact that we were in that game, we had no business being in that game. That's the worst game we'll play all year, I think, yeah. when you add in the fact that we had two extra points or a field goal and an extra point block, two punts muffed. Our best wide receiver played like dog shit. Yeah, I think Florida State's better than everyone else thinks. Yeah. And – um. When you look at the schedule, this week we got Southern. That's going to be a win yep. at home. And then the week after that's Mississippi State. So you get a win against against Mississippi State and Tiger Stadium. Then you get New Mexico, which yep. is another home game. That's yep. another win. If you rattle off three wins in a row, then all of a sudden your season's kind of right. back on track. Momentum. Give me those. So, yeah, that's the point I'm making is that they're still <clears throat> like the whole season in front of us. Yeah. No, 100%. So you, if you get a win against Mississippi State and Tiger Stadium, which Ooh. I think it's very realistic, oh, 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 oh. then we're three and one <coughs> going on the road to play Auburn. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we went too fast. It's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not fun that, anymore. <laughs> that fucked me up. No, yeah. it's not. We, not we started. We again. started telling each other to sniff. Oh them. no, that it was. That it was getting oh, man, less intense. Less potent. That just fucked me up. I'm not even kidding. I fast. took a huge whiff. Yeah. I took a huge whiff. Get in there. 
See how he's taking oh, his I took, time? No, see, I went, yeah, I no. took a fucking, because we said last time, we're like, we think it's losing intensity. It is not, dude. Look at my eyes. Yeah. Look at my eyes. Yeah. Oh. Oh, no, it's more potent. Oh. All right, I'm up. Damn. Whoo, that just jacked me up, dude. That was way intense. We, I was sniffing it like a bitch last time. What the hell? I don't want it. Are you shitting me? I need to change things up. What? I was sniffing that like a bitch last time, apparently, because that just so now you go with beer over smelling salts. <laughs> That's yeah, what we're doing now. Drinking. Oh man! All right, I cut. No, I cut you off. I don't even remember what you're saying. Um, I was just saying that there's still time to turn a season around. Yeah, hundred percent. Because we, we can. We weren't coming in thinking we were winning a championship. Why are yeah. we acting like? Yeah. Even if we were, that was the plan. Oh. We don't know how. I feel like my nose is bleeding. The season is. You still control your own destiny because you don't have any SEC losses. So the SEC, if you. So, if you're the you're, the goal was to make the SEC championship, then that's still intact because yeah. Ow, motherfucker, you you still got to play all your conference still. Yeah, definitely. All right, best and worst of the week. What was the best thing you saw this week? Oh, um, let me preface that real quick too, because uh, clearly some people didn't know. Big Easy Bets TV on YouTube. All of these episodes are now being videoed. So if you're listening to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, but you would prefer to watch on YouTube, you have that capability. Go search Big Easy Bets on YouTube and you'll find it. Uh, actually, the best thing I saw was um, I got Snapchatted Friday. And, um, what? By who? Zach's friend Tanner was at Walk-Ons. Uh-huh. And, he, and we were on the TV in there. At Walk-Ons? Yeah, for, for WP. Oh, that's cool. I didn't yeah, know they so that was dope it Because it was, we were on TV. Oh, damn. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, shit, y'all's picks sucked. <laughs> I don't know if they could hear us. I wanted to ask them. Oh, what? I'm sure. Yeah, no, so WPBN has a uh, partnership with Walk-Ons, so uh, clearly now we know Yeah, that he was streaming. at Walk-Ons. Very cool. He took he Snapchatted me. That's badass. I did not know that. All right, best thing I saw this week was Kanye West on Instagram. Did you see that? No. Kanye's losing his mind on Instagram. <clears throat> He's about to leave Adidas. He wants $2 billion from him. He's calling out Kim Kardashian. He randomly put out that Kim Kardashian has diarrhea way more than the normal person. And then she responded, like, can you please stop putting my personal business out no there? Way. And he responded back. He said, bitch, I know you're texting this from the toilet. <laughs> no way. He's That's off awesome. his rocker, dude. He's lost his mind. It's pretty funny. Oh, it's hilarious. What's the, uh, what's the best thing you saw this week? I started a new show, The Patient. The Patient. Okay. With Steve Carell. It okay. is okay. very thrilling. Thrilling? And a new episode. Yeah. Very dramatic. Not the office you're used to. Uh, I mean, not Steve Carell used to the office, yeah. you know. Uh, but he he plays some drama roles, and he's actually a pretty good oh, drama actor. Mm-hmm. It's that brand new show on Hulu. They oh, air the uh, they air the third episode tonight on Hulu. He's so a he's a great. I'm excited actor. for that. That yeah. was the best thing I've seen this week. Normally he's in like the funny roles, but him and Bruce Almighty, great, hilarious. Oh yeah, no, right. and, uh, in. Yo, Bruce and No, Evan. he's better in Bruce. No, Almighty. I know what you Evan mean, Almighty's yeah. trash. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, all right, Justin, what was the best thing you saw this week? Um, best thing I probably saw was Coco Golf going to the Sweet 16. If, if you've never watched tennis before. Tennis? Uh, Is that the, the young uh Are yeah. you a big Coco Golf fan? Tennis? Yeah, I mean she's she's, she's Look, cool. the cereals for the for the end of the episode. <laughs> Coco. <laughs> <laughs> Like what? <laughs> okay, I got it. <laughs> I try to find something you know that that you know not basketball, not football, not baseball. So you I mean, went tennis. Everybody... You could go non-sports related. 
Yeah, I know. Let me ask you something about that, Justin. Do you really give a shit? Yeah, let's be honest. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. That's why I said, are you a... That's why I said, are you a big Coco Golf fan? Yeah, what is the thing with Coco Golf like? I think she's just cool because it's she's like you know seventeen, eighteen, and she's. It's cool to see a younger girl winning. Think there. she's hot. I knew that was gonna get brought up, but <laughs> that no. was the best. You didn't see anything better this week. No, I mean I don't. I don't think so. That was <laughs> the best going on thing this week, though. There was a the lot place. of shit going on. This I, but week. I'm not on social media. That's true. So I don't really. There was know a shitload of stuff in the world. All right. We'll get. I don't know. Coco, shout out Coco, Coco. Christ, shout out Coco though. All right, the worst thing I saw this week was at the ba- uh, the Steelers name Trubisky the starter, not Kenny Pickett. And there's still plenty of time, but I know, but I'm like Kenny Pickett. We have a bet. Oh, oh that's yeah, pretty much that's shit. Right. Gone to shit, dude. I forgot about that. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know NFL wise. I don't think you're good at at uh, evaluating quarterbacks. You're a wide receiver guy, dude. You're not a good quarterback evaluator. He might never make the Pro Bowl. Who, Pickett? Yeah. <laughs> He's got, I mean, he that's might. That's what I was betting on. Yeah, but Matt Corral might not ever I play. Really thought Matt, yeah, that's possible. <laughs> but I was mainly <laughs> betting on the fact going, that I don't think that Pickett's going to be a good NFL quarterback. He's going to at least get a shot, though. He's gonna. They spent a first-round pick on him. He will at some point yeah, get Sam a Yeah, Sam Darnold chance. got a shot, too. No, I know. It doesn't mean. I, but Corral might not even get a chance. I know. I, like if you're putting odds I mean, the on the better bet, bet was to to go with Pickett, but I was so confident that he would not make the Pro Bowl ever <laughs> that I would just take in. Yeah, but see, I, I took the, a push. That's what I said. You're not good at evaluating quarterbacks. You were huge on Josh Rosen. I wasn't huge on <laughs> yes, him. Yes, you were. I thought who was better than him in his class? I don't remember everybody in the class. There, that was a terrible class. <laughs> Sam Darnold was in it. I mean, yeah, that was yeah, that was a terrible. That's the same class. one as Baker. No. no, no, but you're a wide receiver guy. But I called Baker Mayfield's uh, demise. Yeah, but uh, I mean, just it, like I called uh, Kenny Pickett's. You haven't though. It's gonna happen. It just has Baker happened. Baker's demise though. He has a chance this year. Yeah, I think he's gonna have a solid year. I think he's gonna have an okay year. Like I would say, in a slightly above average year. So it's like, what's demise? Um, never making the Pro Bowl. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I I doubt he makes the Pro Bowl at least this year. So pick it. No, no, I'm talking about Baker. Oh yeah, I mean, never. He was the number one pick. Yeah, you're expecting he had a great win. rookie year though. And it looks like they they fucking kicked him out of town so fast. The Browns were trash. I understand they built up their defense, and it helps when you have Miles Garrett coming off the edge and Nick Chubb as at running back. But, but still, they went to the playoffs and won. Yeah, I think they got rid of him a little too quick. The Browns. I mean, I don't know. He, but he also played hurt with the rotator cuff shit. I just think people. I think he gets a little bit of a bad rap. I mean, he has a chance to make them regret it. Yeah, I think he gets a little bit of a bad rap. I don't think he's. He's not number one pick good, but I don't think he's. I, I I feel like they're just brushing aside, like oh we were trash for twenty years and then we're now we're in the playoffs. And like, see ya. Yeah, but all the weapons that he had over there, the killer running game was like a quarterback. Yeah, I mean him not being able to make it work with Odell was strange, uh, especially when Odell goes and then catches, I don't know what was it six touchdowns and a s- small amount of games maybe more, and then catches touch on the Super Bowl. 
Yeah, well, well whatever. I, I I just feel like he gets a little bit of a – like it's popular to say like he's trash. I wouldn't say he's trash. I think it's it's – I don't know. We'll have to see what he does this year. But what was the uh, worst thing you saw this week? Uh, sticking with the TV show theme, I watched this damn documentary. To, I don't know if y'all have seen it. Uh, American Murder, Family Next Door, about Chris Watts. Chris Watts? My God, I was depressed. Oh, yeah. After watching that. I don't know. Six what it son is. of a bitch killed his whole family, and oh, shoved, I know his, what shoved about. his two kids down an oil tank alive. Jesus. Yeah. Sorry to get so dark, but that was definitely the worst thing I saw this week. Okay. <laughs> did you say your worst thing? Um. Or did I pass you up? Oh yeah, my transmission's out. Oh yeah. Oh god, that sucks. That's why you're in the work truck. Yeah, it's my new car. Yeah. I'm gonna start. I don't know a business, I guess. Flooring, maybe. We'll see. I thought you said air conditioning. Maybe flooring. Okay. Cody. Cody, Ceilings? Cody needs want, his floors done. You need you need a new ceiling? That's roofing. I do a floor, a seal. <laughs> I mean, a ceiling. Fucking um, walls. <laughs> do all right. Anything. Justin, what was the worst thing you saw this week? I know what next week will be when Coco Golf gets eliminated from the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> Girl's out. Uh, my daddy had to arrest Marcus May for aiming a gun at somebody. Your dad arrested Marcus May? My dad had to send the, send the people out, yeah. Damn. Yeah. You couldn't Is he let him go yet? Yeah, what? You couldn't tell yeah, him. Yeah, no, he said, he, he said he's pumped? super cool. Is he, he said, innocent? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yeah. I, don't, I was like, damn, is he innocent? He was like, mm. uh, I think good. he's innocent. <laughs> I mean, you you have your rights, so yeah. But, uh, what were the girls doing? They just cut him off, and he was on Facetime with his one of his friends, and then they like he pulled up next to him at the light and uh, just pointed his gun at him. Are you then, are you a thousand percent sure? Because that's kind of like that's kind of like. And what did they point gun at him? No, one of the girls in the car um, did has finger a dad guns. Who's like high up, so somebody I saw somebody on Twitter say that that no fucking way did those girls just like get his license plate and reported that somebody had to have a dad in the in the yeah. in the police one of, force. One of the girls had a dad confirmed. So. Okay, uh, there's people that have been wondering like, is he innocent or is he not? So you're staking your claim on the fact that he is guilty and that your dad possibly compromised the season. Well, let's not get that <laughs> started. But yeah. <laughs> Um, uh-huh. how do we interpret that? Well, well we already he know he's made himself an enemy huh? of Dennis the Dennis Allen and stuff like that. Who gives a shit? He fucking took away our starting safety. And then I was like, damn, were they cool? And he's like, oh, yeah, you can tell they deal with that shit all the time. Yeah, you and your father are enemies of the state, you Russian fucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's not good. But he's going to be able to play until they come out and say something. So... Until the legal proceedings yeah. go. He ain't getting put on the commissioner's exempt list for some road rage. You know? No, yeah. But yeah, can you tell your dad to look the other way? That was probably the least bad thing that happened in town. Yeah, tell him to try to find the guy that, you know... Is fucking robbing people at the gas stations and running them over. Yeah. Goddamn bugging Marcus May because these, these idiot girls want to fucking cut him off. I had somebody cut me off on the interstate today. It's flipping off the whole way down. The whole way down. <laughs> but, all right. <laughs> all right, so clearly we had a up and down week one, official week one. 
Um, I'll just go off the top, recap mine. I'll preface it with saying that I, I feel good with the spot that I'm in, which is leading the entire podcast currently, which is not good. But I currently sit at 500, 6'6 six, six, and 1. We had Central Michigan plus 21 and a half. I will be honest when I say that this was a fucking miracle. I told everybody <laughs> Daniel Richardson is a damn good quarterback. He's a maxion quarterback through and through. He doesn't give up, and he can put some points on the board. Oklahoma State dropped damn near a 50-burger on him in the first half. Central Michigan was getting run out of the building, and then something happened. Something happened in that second half where Oklahoma State's secondary started. I don't that took their foot off the gas. I don't know what it was. The backups were not in. But all of a sudden, Central Michigan got some stuff going. They were able to get after Spencer Sanders a little bit. A few three and outs, back to back to back. Central Michigan, a couple minutes to go. Late touchdown. We covered the spread. It was fantastic. That's why I said there ain't can't have Cowboys beating up on, on Indians. It's a bad look. So the Chippewas covered the 21 and a half. New Mexico State plus 37 and a half. I went back to them. They lose by 38. The hook got us. Minnesota covers the spread. New Mexico State is trash. Stay away from them. They couldn't stop anybody. Zero, zero chance. As soon as that game kicked off, I said they might lose by 100. My lock of the week gave it out on the WPBN stream. USC minus 32 and a half. USC's got guys on offense. They got guys that can score the football. Caleb Williams looked really, really good. They were very fortunate, though. Three pick sixes. Back-to-back drives. They got two in a row. That was incredible. I was watching it, and I was like, okay. One was like a 95-yard pick six. So this is fantastic. Very very first drive for Rice. They go 16 plays, like 75 yards, milked away like 10 minutes of the quarter and scored a touchdown on fourth and goal. I was like, I'm fucked. I'm fucked. Uh, but then you get 21 points from your defense. USC covers 32.5, lock of the week. Then I had another big spread, Texas, minus 37 and a half. Is Texas back? That's what I said. We don't know, but they beat the shit out of ULM. Um, it got a little dicey there when they put the backups in. ULM had a chance to backdoor cover, which would have ripped my heart out, but they didn't get it done. Oregon plus 17 and a half was a fucking horrible, 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 horrible bet. I'm sorry. This will be the worst bet I make all year. If not, I shouldn't do this anymore. But Bo Nix is a piece of shit. Let's call a spade a spade. Bo Nix is trash. I've said it on repeat since we started this podcast. One of the most overhyped quarterbacks to come into college football, possibly ever. He tried to run away from the USC, and then the schedule, the schedule makers just laughed at him, gave him Georgia first game. They got trounced by 40. Uh, never had a chance. It was alarming. I, I don't know if you – I'm sure you watched. It was alarming – the separation that Georgia had. Georgia might be the best team in the country. Yeah, I don't know. It's Georgia and Bama. And then it's like, there's a gap. It was very impressive. Um, Ohio State minus 17 against Notre Dame. Bad start, slow start. They end up winning by, I think, 11. C.J. Stroud did not look did not look good. Missed multiple throws. Missed a crossing route that would have undoubtedly been a touchdown. Would have covered the spread. Stroud did not have a good performance to start. Could be credit to Notre Dame's defense, but only they only win by 11. Cincinnati plus six. Justin was on the other side of this. I would love to hear what he says, um, which we'll get to him. It was horse shit. You were watching it. Absolute horse shit. 
They call a holding on a screen pass that they score a touchdown on. There was no holding. Very next play, you get a delay of game, knocks them out of field goal range on the punt. You get an illegal formation that they down at the motherfucking one-yard line, and that doesn't count either. Just a series of events that had to happen for them to not get inside this number. They missed a 20-yard field goal. They missed another, I think it was a 38-yard field goal that the guy hit pure as shit and doinks it off the right upright. It was a travesty that Cincinnati didn't cover this spread. But whatever. West Virginia plus seven and a half in the backyard brawl. West Virginia very nearly could have won this game outright. Probably should have. Uh, late pick six by Pitt. Put him up seven. Had to sweat it out a little bit there to hold on to the uh, the seven and a hook with West, West Virginia. But we covered the spread. Four and four on the week I go. And I hit my lock of the week. So that brings me to six, six and one. One, oh, and one in my locks of the week. All right. First game of the week I had. Um, shit, was it? West Virginia played first. Yes. So um, we got that. I thought West Virginia was in position to win the game, but they had some misfortune. Ball go through a wide receiver's hand, pick six. And at that point, Pitt took control of the game anyway. West Virginia got the ball back, and they were down seven. They were driving, and um, the the pass come up incomplete at the goal line. It, mm-hmm. was, it was a close, but it, it hit the ground. The, the receiver bobbled it. Um, Penn State minus three and a half. This was my lock of the week in this game. What did not go exactly how I thought it was going to go. Um, Penn State wasn't able to get the running game going, although I thought they could have tried a little bit harder to, to to do that. Clifford got hit low in the first half, and um, to start the second half, he did not come in on their first drive. So I thought I was screwed. Well, the freshman who's highly recruited and the Big time player, they're calling the future. He looked okay, but he you could tell he was nervous. Anyway, Clifford ended up coming back in the next possession. Uh, Penn State was kind of struggling a little bit to move the ball, but the defense kind of kept them in, in the game, and they ended up putting together a really, really good drive at the end of the fourth quarter and scored the covering touchdown with like 57 seconds left, yeah. and uh, Penn State ended up winning the game by four. So I was a, lot, kind, a little bit lucky there. Um, UNC App State over 56. This game they scored 124 yeah. points in regulation. So that was the easiest bet of the week. Um, I forgot about Illinois on Friday. This one kind of bothered me as well. Illinois plus three. Uh, they lost by three, but this is one where I felt like they were, if you look statistically at it, they control this entire game. They made a few mistakes in it that kept, um, who'd they play? Indiana. Indiana. Indiana was able to stick around. But there was a call early in the game in the first half where the wide receiver caught the ball in the end zone, and it was kind of like a tied-up ball, but they went to the ground. And I thought it was a touchdown, and everybody else in the world thought it was a touchdown except for the officials. So they called it incomplete. That was a four-point swing, and that would have that would have put Illinois in control of the game. They would have been able to run the ball more down the stretch. I think they would have won that game if that that was called a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, App State plus one and a half. Oh, I mean, horrible. Beat. I'll just talk the onside kick. They went for two, so we were we were happy that they missed it. We're losing by one, so we're still winning our bet. All they got to do is fall on the onside kick. Well, they return it for a touchdown. And everything else that happened in the game, we won't even go that that yeah. far. Yeah, it was a horrible, um, horrible beat. Army plus two. Army played well. Coastal played well as well. What, what surprised me was Coastal was able to run the ball. 
Army had some fortunate, on Army. Some fortunate deep balls. Yeah, I mean, there was the guys wide open. Yeah. So, um, I say fortunate, uncharacteristic. Yeah, they, they had a they scored on a lot of big plays. The biggest thing that surprised me here is that Coastal outlasted Army, yeah. meaning that they were the ones that uh, seemed to be imposing their will later in the game. Where usually early in the season, that's what Army does. Mm-hmm. So that's um, <clears throat> UCLA first half. UCLA allowed ten points off of special teams mistakes in the first quarter. Block punt return for a touchdown and then a muff punt at the 10-yard line resulting in a field goal. Um, that kind of blew that out the water. UCLA was only winning by seven at halftime. They ended up covering the full game spread, which I was also on. I think they won by four touchdowns. Yep. Uh, Cincinnati, Arkansas, there was only 14 points scored in the first court in the first half, so it was kind of looking grim, but they ended up scoring 55 for the total game, big third quarter. And then LSU minus three, we talked about it, the miss extra point to send the game to overtime, we would have had a chance there. So we had a little bit misfortune in a couple of the games down the stretch. Um, anyway, we go 5-4 and four for the weekend, 5-4-1. Five, 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 one. One, yep. Yeah, so that brings Nick to 5-6-2, Nick to 1-0-1 oh, in his locks of the week, just like myself, two weeks in, undefeated in locks. Yep. <laughs> um, two pushes, though. It's unfortunate. Yeah. Especially the Illinois push. Yeah. All right, Justin, what'd you go? We can quickly roll through it. Um. So yeah, the Arkansas game, and uh, you covered it. I even I was watching this game with Josh, and I said the whole time I was like, Josh, there's no way that Arkansas should win this game. So I agree with you 100 percent completely. I'll probably never touch Arkansas again. Well, that doesn't mean you need to do that. But. I don't know. I mean, it was. So I like, Cincinnati's quarterback isn't too bad. I mean, he he missed his wide receiver a couple of times, but I thought he was pretty good. I no, like he him. played well. Yeah, he had if he could hit a if he could hit one of the two deep balls that his receiver had steps on. It's a different it's a different game, but a couple other things as well. Yeah, no, he did not play bad though. But uh, coastal minus two. Uh, Nick covered that one. South Carolina minus twelve and a half. This one covered. Uh, wasn't impressed with Spencer Rattler. No, he played like um, shit. This was a slow start, but then I, I was keeping an eye on it. It was a slow start, and then they got it rolling there towards the end. Yeah. Uh, but Rattler didn't play very well. Yeah, I want to say he's at like a 25 passer rating right now. Um, I think he threw two picks that game, so he did not impress me at all. Louisville minus four. Um, this was a very upsetting pick. Um, you they, said don't bet against uh, Syracuse at the carry. Yeah, game. I even said it. Um, I think they lost 31-7. to seven. And Malik Cunningham looked like shit. And then covered LSU minus three. North Texas, I want to say they lost by like Did you just gloss over LSU as your lock? Yeah, they were my lock. Uh, we covered that. North I Texas. I mean, that was that was almost nice that you just tried to gloss <laughs> over that real quick. Plus ten and a half. They lost by damn near 40. That was a terrible pick by me. Um, and then New Mexico State, I was on that with you, Logan. And I finished three and four. So I'm at five and seven for the year and zero and two in my locks. Okay, um, zero and five. Y'all covered it. Oh yeah, no, I was still looking at his thing. Yeah, yeah. Joseph had a rough week. Um, we we told y'all before we started, take Joseph's picks with a grain of salt. He's an NFL guy. He's his first time really betting college football. He feels like, but he feels like the nail's been put in his coffin. I keep trying to say there's well, still plenty well, of time. Some of them were a bit ridiculous. Well, I'm, I'm not going to say ridiculous, but Purdue um, was about to come down and score, and you then the jackass Nick? gets uh, 
tackle from behind and fumbles. <laughs> uh, I thought it was going out of bounds, but no. Big ass fucking Joey Porter's son has to be right there. <laughs> climb on it. Yep. And then uh and then look, West Virginia and Pitt under was looking like my lock was looking like a great pick. Yeah. There was 10 points scored with three minutes left in the first half. That's the struggle with over-unders. Yeah. That's so, the way it goes. That's why I, couple I, I, rough bet minimal, ones, I bet minimal over-unders, I feel. I go more spread bets. But sometimes, I mean, I mean UNC App State, over 56, they score goddamn 500 points. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a rough start, but we prefaced it. Look, take Joseph's picks with a grain of salt. Um, Justin, I think you might need to start selling the people on your picks as well. LSU was – I. I didn't like it when it was picked. I didn't like the LSU as the lock. I understand you added it, but as a lock, that's what I'm saying. There's too many question marks. There's too many question I marks. Felt, I felt really confident in it. You guys value your yeah, locks but you a did, lot more. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, a, like yes. You would yeah. rather be way more confident in your lock than going four I, and one and your lock being the one that misses. I bet double yeah, on my lock. Happen, my locks are gotcha. two units. So, yeah, gotcha. no, your locks are your most important bet. That's your that's your sure thing. If you have a fucking horrible year, but you go goddamn 12, 13, and 0 in your locks. Got something to hang your head We on. can sell that. Yeah, we can market that. Right. Um, Dude, check this out. What? Look at these crazy-ass scoring they got in this league. Oh, Roger's going for 50. Look at the 84. For Eli Mitchell. Why is he <laughs> projected for 84? Uh, I'll have to talk what to a somebody good decision. about this. What a good decision yeah, I made. Not Jesus Christ, $100 league. Elijah Mitchell's projected for Damn, 84 teams points. teams projected for 325. Yeah, that's... Yeah, what are you doing? Okay. I would, I, would, I would bow out. Justin, sell the people on why they should listen to your picks. I mean, I don't think I've ever proven that I'm... Any bad good? at this? I, I think I'm <laughs> dickhead. Yeah, I think I'm. What do you say? Any good? Oh, <laughs> but you're the NFL guy. That is undoubted. I mean, but I've also never done in bad in, in college either. What was yeah, your record last year? I was like a couple games under 500, and that's good. I mean, it's not good, but not it was better. Good, than, it was better than mine. I mean, he didn't put 20 units on Georgia, <laughs> but hey, y'all are talking about how 500 is not that bad in sports betting. No, 500 is not bad yeah, if you go so five. I he mean, hasn't done bad then. It's not good, though. No, yeah, it's not what you shoot for. Well, yeah, you shoot for 100%. Come on. Yeah, but if, you, if you're if you above 50%, that's a that's a decent year. Yeah. 55 and above is a good year. Or above 55 is a is damn near great year. Um, but below 50% is not, it's not good. I didn't have a good year last year, but I had a great national championship bet. So, So should they listen to Justin or not? That's for Justin to sell them on. I mean, I, I think so. There's I mean, still a lot of year left. Yeah. You know? I mean, I, I think the first couple of weeks are the hardest. Uh, I mean, you're still trying to figure teams out and whatnot. Yeah. Um. This also is NFL's back. So it's first episode we're breaking down NFL games too. Yeah. It is hard because, like, even this week I have a couple question marks because I don't know about some of the teams, you know? Mm-hmm. About I haven't got college. to really see them yet. Yeah. All right. So I'll I don't st- know how bad they stink. Yeah. I'll start it off. Um, so week two, college football. After that, our NFL picks will follow right behind. All right. South Carolina versus Arkansas. We just saw both of these two teams last week. Justin was on Carolina and Arkansas. I was on Cincinnati, but got a good look at the Razorbacks. Uh, Arkansas is currently eight and a half point favorites. The over-under sits at 53 and a half. Um. Like I just said, Arkansas squeaked out a cover against Cincinnati. As expected, they continued last season's trend, had a great great success run in the football, 224, 
224 yards, five yards per carry. South Carolina's coming off a 35 to 14 win over Georgia State, a deceiving score to uh in comparison to the stat sheet, South Carolina was 3 of 14 on third down, and Rattler looked rough, 23 of 37, 227 yards passing, one touchdown, two picks. For me personally, K.J. Jefferson still has to prove that he can do it with his arm. They're going to lean on the run. Uh, the hook scares me with the points, so I'm going to stay away there, which actually it was 7.5 when I was breaking this down. That's why I have that in there. I'm taking the under 53.5. Okay. Under 53.5 South it's Carolina, It's 8.5 Arkansas. though, right? Yes, that's okay. why I said it was seven and a half. That's why I said the hook scares me while I was going to stay away from Arkansas. The spread then grew to eight and a half. But I'm, I'm, I will, regardless, I'm on the under fifty three and a half. Yeah, I'm on this game as well. What What are you taking? Um, South Carolina gave up two hundred yards on the ground against Georgia State, five yards per carry. That worries me. But they play well against the pass on offense. They were okay, but they weren't really able to establish the run. Quarterbacks didn't play. They didn't play uh, very good, judging by their third down efficiency. Arkansas can run the ball, so that's what scares me the most about this is if they get that running game going and South Carolina can't stop them, then what's going to happen? Arkansas's defense is good, but I think they're a little bit susceptible in the secondary. I don't know. Here I just think eight and a half is too much. I'm going to go with South Carolina. Yeah, I was interested to see the line grow from seven and a half to eight and a half. I didn't think I thought it was going to stay right there, maybe even potentially go down to seven. Arkansas didn't wow me at all. No. So I would say, um, yeah. I, I, okay. Yeah. Like you said, KJ Jefferson's not going to light you up throwing no, it. No. That's why I felt like Cincinnati schemed fairly well for him. So yeah. I think Rattler might be able to get get back on track, get on track a little bit against Arkansas. I just think they're secondary. They lost some players in the transfer portal. Uh, and if you look at what Cincinnati had success later in the game, they were able to throw it on them a little bit. So. Yeah, yeah, there might be something to take from that. Um, I would say most of the success Jefferson had throwing the ball last year as well was just tossing it up to Trey Long. Yeah. yeah, that was you a know? big part of why I took yeah. Cincinnati because if you look at any highlight they had, the ball was going to Trey Long. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, are either one of y'all on this game? I'm not. I'm not. Okay. I jumped ahead. I do have a Friday game. Are y'all on a Friday game? I'm not. I have one, but it's my lock. Okay, you can save it to the end. Um, I'll give you my Friday game then. Bronco Nation, let's ride. I'm back. <laughs> Boise State just got absolutely embarrassed by Oregon State. Boise State, 16.5-point favorites. Anytime that they were 16-point favorites last year, they covered only twice, but they were 2-0. and Like I said, Boise just got embarrassed. Bachmeyer got benched after three drives with a turnover uh, with – Three consecutive turnover drives. Safe to say this was not the start Andy Avalos was expecting in his second year with the team. A silver lining was Boise's third down defense. They need to hit a reset button. New Mexico State will present them with that button. They're going to run them out of the building. I understand how bad Boise looked. Hank Bachmeyer was shell-shocked. I would be shocked if they roll with the backup who played the vast majority of the game. Once Bachmeyer went out, the backup played the remainder of the game. So it's basically three and a half quarters. I think they go back to Bachmeyer. This is a good chance for him to kind of get back on track a little bit. New Mexico's terrible. So. He's fast, the backup, tailing green. Yeah. That's 74-yard touchdown. He burned everybody. Yeah, his accuracy would look a little shaky, though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Boise beats up on the bad teams. So give me Boise in a spot that they have to get back on track. They can't even play a close game with New Mexico or else they're going to they're going to start looking at Andy Avalos. They're right. going to start looking all over the place. Boise still has high expectations for their program. Uh, give me the – Give me the blue Broncos. We're back. Let's ride. What's your next one? Um, I don't know. 
Anybody messing with this Alabama game? Yes. Well, I'm not. I don't know what I'm gonna bet, but it's the game I was looking at. So he did the same uh, thing with Cincinnati and Arkansas. I'm on week. it. I'm on it. Um, yeah, I'm on it as well. Okay. Well, do we want to go straight to that? Yeah. Okay. Alabama, Texas in Austin. Alabama's twenty point favorites. You want it first? Yeah. Go ahead. I feel like we're on opposite sides here. We might be. I'm I doubt it. Go Alabama ahead. Alabama minus 20. Yeah, I'm on Alabama minus Definitely. 20 as well. So, this is one of those games in years past. Well, I say years past, weeks past, where I take the underdog, thinking, like, they might be able to hang in in there. Home dog. Fucking Oregon, 17 and a half. It wasn't a home dog for Oregon, but, I mean, that was a goddamn – I mean, that was that place was packed. I mean, it's in Atlanta, packed with Georgia fans. Um Quinn Ewers did not impress me in his debut. 16 to 24, 225 yards, two touchdowns, and a pick against ULM. Um, the question is Can Bama contain Bijan Robinson? The answer is yes. I felt like Bijan, he didn't really get the ball. He didn't get a chance. He could have gashed ULM if he wanted to. It was a very small sample size. They're trying to save him for Bama, clearly. Bama, so Texas is going to come in with this idea of how they're going to be able to move the ball. Will they be able to put up points with Worthy on the outside? They got guys. You have a freshman quarterback. You have a running back that they're going to want to try to feed and get the ball to. Bama is going to knock you off of whatever you want to do, and it's going to come down to can you execute under this intense amount of pressure. I don't think Quinn Ewers is going to be able to do that. They're going to be able to take Bijan Robinson away. Like, seriously, do we really think that – do you think that Texas's defense is going to be able to stop Bama from putting up 40? Yeah, that's the, that, that's the biggest concern. I don't think that – Texas is going to find the end zone three times. I don't know. I think they. So you're leaning Texas. I would lean Texas here, but it's not like something I'm comfortable with even taking. But it's something. It's something that like twenty. It's twenty twenty and a half. Whatever it is, it's like, dude, this game could be seven. It could be a seven point game at halftime. Mm-hmm. Seven point game in the third quarter. And then all of a sudden, bam, Texas completely collapses. Like Alabama we saw wins him do, by four touchdowns. Well, we saw him collapse multiple times last year. So I would maybe consider – I would consider the over as well, 64-and-a-half. I think that Texas, if if they want a shot and if it's not close in the first half, then they have no chance of coming back. So um, I, would think, I would give them a chance to stick around for a little bit in the first half, which kind of entices me to take the home team getting – points in the first half i don't know what it's going to be it could be like 12 points i would think if you're going to lean texas you got to lean over because alabama is going to be able to score it's going to be can texas i think texas will score more points than they think they're going to score and uh i wonder what their team i don't think alabama is going to be stopped much so i guess the over would be what i would be leaning the most here but i'm just going to stay away totally probably yeah i mean when you got um I think 20 and a half is just so much to be given up when you're at home. I mean, I think Texas's offense is good enough to hang around, but for how long, you know? Yeah, I mean, we saw them compete with LSU on our 2019 year. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, when you got Will Anderson running running on the other side of the field, going wherever Bijan – not going wherever Bijan's going, but – He's gonna be. They're gonna be. They're gonna live in the backfield. They're gonna rattle Quinn Ewers. Like I said, I didn't really feel like he looked spectacular. That interception was a bad throw. It was not a good throw, and that's ULM. So yeah. you're gonna get put in a lot of positions where you have to be really, really sharp. And if they get behind the eight ball fast, which I think they can, it's gonna be. We don't know how he's going to respond. 
he really has not played meaningful football since his like junior year of high school. So you're getting thrown to the absolute fire now. You know? That was why I took Texas against ULM. I thought Quinn Ewers was going to come out and like go for 400 yards and f- fucking five touchdowns like Bryce Young did. Yeah. Well, Bryce Young didn't he threw five touchdowns, didn't go for 400 yards. But I am going to be honest. This is one of those I think te- I think Bama's going to just absolutely beat up on him. I really do. I don't think Texas has the secondary to remotely remotely hold Alabama's wide receivers for a second. And if they can take Bijan Robinson away, which I think they will, then it comes down to Quinn Ewers, and there's just too many question marks there on if he's going to be able to get it done. Yeah, I agree. He might be able to, but that's I think the, it'll that's be close for a I'm little taking. while, though. But Alabama's going to pull away later in the game, and the question is, will, how will it be with enough time to to cover the full spread? You know? Yeah, I mean, Clemson just a completely different team. I understand, but Clemson just showed us how quickly you can jump out to a lead. Clemson had no business covering that. 24 last night yeah so justin are you on this game i'm not but what is the over under on this nick um 64 and a half okay so are you still deciding if you're taking it any any? i'm leaving it alone right now okay and so you and i are on bama yeah i actually have the same thing written down as what you just talked about Uh i believe I believe we'll have to see what yours is made of because i really think will anderson and and um and Dallas Turner can keep Bijan contained for the most of the game. He might end up with, like he did last week, 60-70 and a touchdown. But I don't think I don't think Texas' defense can stop Bama at all. Yeah. Bryce Young, you saw what he did last week. I know, I know he's playing Utah State. It's way different. But yeah. even in a away environment, Bama's always traveled well. And I think they're they're going to be able to stop Bijan. Yeah, so my thoughts on that, I don't think that – I mean, Texas is going to have a home field. Oh, you're saying travel well as a team or as a fan base? I just mean, like, travel well and, and win. Like okay, win okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they yeah. win everywhere they go. I thought you meant, like, fan it base. I was going to say, like Texas is undoubtedly going to have the home field advantage. Oh, yeah, it's no going to be fucking crazy in there. That team, that team, They're foaming at the mouth to have a competitive, uh, a competitive program again, and this is their best chance in a while that they feel. So, but, yeah. yeah went we, to one of their games over there? No, no. It would have been fun. I would have loved to go in 2019. That would have been awesome. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I just – there's too many guys over there for Bama. It's just – the the talent level is just better. So it's like if – if and it, I, you can't really look at it this way, I understand, but if Georgia can make Oregon look like that, I think that Bama and Georgia are that far ahead of everybody else. So if Georgia can make Oregon look like that, I would assume that Bryce Young is going to trounce that fucking secondary, which is the weakest part of Texas's defense. At least it has been in years past. Yeah. So. Yeah, I like I like that comparison. I like that. I mean, it's yeah, it's tough to it's tough to say just because Georgia. I'm not. That's not exactly what I'm saying. It's just because Georgia beat Oregon, but I do feel like those two are just well ahead of the pack. Yeah. So yeah, give me uh give me Bama minus twenty. Me and Joseph are on it. Could be a bad sign for me, but it also could be a good sign for you. We'll we'll find out. Uh, what is what is your first one on Saturday? Um, going to Boston College and Virginia Tech. Uh, I'm going to be taking the over at 46 in this one. Um, I got to watch a little bit of Boston College and Rutgers, and it was pretty ugly to watch, but Boston likes to throw the ball a shit ton, and so does Virginia Tech. Phil Jerkovich is good. Yeah, that yeah. so I like him. Um, they had a lot of high hopes when he decided to come back. I, th- I was telling you that at the end of last year that – I felt like BC was going to be a team to keep their keep an eye on. 
Um, they believe in Phil Jerkovic. I don't know a ton about him. I'm not going to pretend, but I've seen him play a few games. Um, he's definitely talented, but you're going over. Yeah, going over 46, and then I'm going to also take Boston College plus three. Okay. What is your next one? Um, App State at Texas A&M. Okay, we were talking about this a little bit. What are you thinking? Um, last week, App State allowed 215 yards rushing, and North Carolina was 9-14 of on third down. A&M was less than impressive running the football last week against Sam Houston, but look for A&M to do a better job establishing a run against a weaker defense. And Hayes King, I think that he – if there's a, a defense you can have success against throwing it, it's App State. They just give you a lot of underneath stuff, so I think that A&M will be able to get the ball into their playmakers' hands and that it will be too much for App State. I don't think that App State's going to be able to do much on offense, especially on third down if uh, they're put behind the chains a little bit, if they can't run the football. So what I'm predicting is that pretty that Chase Bryce struggles against the Aggie D and in the crowd there. So I'm taking A and M minus eighteen and a half. Okay. Um it seems like a lot, but it's like I think it's gonna grow too. If it hits around like a three touchdowns, yeah. I would lean App State. I think more money's gonna come in on uh on A and M. It could be a little bit of a look ahead spot too. They got Miami next week. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't know. I mean, App State's defense is atrocious, clearly. They just gave up 60-plus to North Carolina. And Chase Bryce is good, but it's just going to be – It's the environment's going to be totally different than what he's – you know. Yeah, I feel like this is a game that's going to answer a lot of questions too because Haynes King didn't look good. Yeah. So it's like – I mean, if you believe that he's going to be able to get what he wants against App State's defense, which judging by their game against North Carolina, he very well may, it's like that's the question that needs to be answered. Is Haynes King going to be able to get what he wants against a porous defense, or is Haynes King just not that good? Like, yeah. that that question's going to be answered. So, yeah, you're gambling on that he's going to be able to get what he wants. I mean, they have a they have a lot of talent at wide receiver and running back as well. So, if you can't do it against App State, good luck going forward. Rank number yeah. six, you know, you're going to yeah. drop some spots. Yeah, the little bit of a look-ahead spot worries me a little bit. Do they pull at some point? I know it's... I mean, if they find themselves up 24 points in the fourth quarter, they I mean, yeah, I know you don't plan for that, but. I mean, this spread's not that large for me to concern. I mean, the back door is always a something you got to think about, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, 18 and a half isn't something that I'm going to be. Yeah, I mean, it would be a big jump, but I've seen a lot of spreads jump pretty substantially already. If it were to hit three touchdowns. I don't think they pull people unless if they're up. Um, 30 plus 28 points something like that yeah. but the thing you got to worry about though is if they are up big and it was kind of closer then they go into prevent you know what i mean yeah yeah and then you give up an easy backdoor touchdown just trying to make them waste time yeah yeah um okay yeah i'm not touching that game so that like i said that's one where questions got to be answered for me uh or either one of y'all on it no. no i'm not all right um who wants next go ahead justin uh, I'm going to be going to a late game on Saturday night, 9.30, uh, Oregon State and Fresno State. Uh, both these teams have high expectations this year, and um, I'm going to go with the over at 61. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of, of big plays here, uh, a lot of long touchdowns, um, probably a good amount of trick plays. 
But uh, Oregon State's another team that I'm going to keep my eye on, just like Boston College. I think they have some high upside, and I'm also going to take them at minus one. You're taking Oregon State and the over? Yeah. Okay. Um. All right, my next one, I am going Tennessee versus Pitt. Pitt is seven-point underdogs at home, fresh off the backyard brawl. Tennessee is coming off a cakewalk against Ball State. Last I saw, there was 85% of the money was on Tennessee. I'm going to go against the grain here. I'm taking Pitt with the points at home. Slovis impressed me in a very high-intensity game. I understand they got a fortunate pick six, but I was uh, I was impressed by the by Keaton Slovis's play. Two key players for Pitt got hurt against West Virginia. Defensive end Deslin Alexander and White and running back Rodney Ham- Hammond Jr. Both are expected to be fine. Those should be a full go. Seven points feels like a lot in this one. Um, they have a very good D line. I think they're going to be able to get to Hooker. Obviously, Hooker can make plays with his legs. It just seems they still have guys at running back. Abana Kanda's still there. They've got weapons at wide receiver. I was pleased with the way Slovis played. I think it's too many points. I'm taking Pitt plus seven. Yeah, I'm on this one as well. I like Tennessee a lot this year, but a touchdown just seems like a little bit much to be given. Pitt at home. Yeah, that that environment was wild for the backyard brawl. Yeah, I thought Pitt was clearly better than West Virginia last week. I just thought West Virginia had some fortunate outcomes in some of their drives that uh, kept them alive. Yeah, And even though they were in danger of losing the game, I just never thought that West Virginia looked like the better football team. Yeah, no, I mean, there was those, like, batted balls. Yeah. Like zero was snatching out the air. They were, Yeah, no, they West Virginia was very fortunate. I, I agree. I felt – it, like, never felt like we were in danger of losing the bet, but it did feel like – I mean, we're it getting, felt you're like getting fortunate. It was b- better. Yes, but I feel like – I mean, late in the game, West Virginia was up seven. Yeah, um, yeah with the ball. So it's like, okay, we should be good. But, yeah, it did feel like you were kind of getting one – Getting one over. Like later on in the first half, I became to become a little bit worried because it became apparent to me that Pitt was just the more talented team. Yeah, I think and that West Virginia was going to have to keep making these kind of tough plays mm-hmm. to keep drives alive and stuff, and they did. But I, like you said, I think where JT Daniels was able to endure the pressure and make tough throws, I think that that's where we're going to see Hooker struggle a little bit. It's going to be the tempo of Tennessee's offense versus the Pitts pass rush, which one wins because one or the other is going to cancel the other one out. Um, I think Pitts pass rush is going to be greater than the tempo of Tennessee here, I, so I'm taking Pitt. I agree. I was pleased to see that Deslin Alexander wasn't going to be – he was going to be a full go. That was the last report I saw. Now, if that changes somewhere between now and then, uh, nothing I can do about that, but the fact that he's coming back, they have a stacked defensive line. They have a very good defensive line, probably a top five defensive line in the country. So, um, yeah, no, I think I think Pitt's going to live in the backfield. They're going to run the ball. Slovis is going to make good decisions with the ball. Doesn't mean they'll win, but this is like a four point game. There should be a four point spread for Tennessee on the road. You're getting a you you're giving a touchdown. I don't I don't see it. Are either one of y'all on this? I'm not. No. Okay. What's your next one, Joseph? Uh, I'm going back to the Buckeyes. I'm taking them. I know this number's huge, but uh-huh. minus 43 and a half against Arkansas State. Now, Arkansas State won by 55 last week, but that was against Grambling. This is a way different environment. They're going to Ohio State, and um, I think that I think that Stroud and and the guys on offense shut everybody up. It's not really shutting them up against Arkansas State. I get that, but there's a lot of questions. They came out slow. I yeah. mean, you can accredit Notre Dame's defense to a to an extent, 
But uh, I think they come they come out and they shut a lot of people up. The only thing I'm worried about is maybe the backups. Well, the, the back the door is always open on spread. It's like always that. open on a big spread. Another right? question is: Is Jackson Smith and Jigba playing? Yeah, that too. But they they still have weapons besides him. They do, but he's possibly the best wide receiver in the country. That's right. something that I would want to know. Um, but yeah, no, I mean they should beat them by they could beat them by as many points as they want. It's just you roll the dice with that. Yeah, are they, if they're up fifty. In the fourth quarter, it's just now starting. Do they go to the backup? But right. if they are up big, you just got to get over the number with that because they have running backs that they should be able to secure the game, right. run the game away. So right. um, I'm not touching it. It's too many points. I rolled my dice with the uh, with the big spreads. You did good with your big spreads last week. Not, USC, Texas. Yeah, the big, big ones I did other than um, New Mexico State. And it, over yeah. 20, we went 3-1 and one, uh, and then lost by a half point. But all right, Justin, what is your next one? I just have one more. And it's my lock. Okay, how many more? Then you going conservative? Um, I have a few more, I and a, then a lock. I have a few more as well. I have one, two, three, maybe four, and a lock. Um. All right, this next one, USC and Stanford. We talked about this a little bit. Stanford's getting nine at home. Eighty-four uh, percent of the money is on uh, Stanford. So that worries me a little bit. But if there's a hole in USC stellar offense, I mean, I saw it firsthand. Uh, it's the run defense. They have a great D-line. They're going to be able to get after the quarterback. Their run defense, they were susceptible. Um, Rice was able to move the ball. Like I said, 16-play drive. So, look, I, I, I was very happy to cover the 32-and-a-half with USC. I would be lying if I said I wasn't fortunate to get three pick sixes, two on back-to-back drives tip balls it wasn't like good defense like like reading it and jumping it it was tip balls balls that should have been caught for first downs the chains are going to be able to be moved against this usc trojans team they struggled to stop the run on they were just kind of they were getting beat off the line i felt a little bit um they were able to get after the quarterback so that worries me a little bit it looks like they have some good defensive ends i can get into the backfield but interior wise they seem to be able to Move the ball. You got EJ Smith, the son of all time great Emmett Smith, running the ball for USC. I'm sorry, running the ball for Stanford. Bad sign. This is a Stanford team that returns the most starters of any team in the Pac 12. Everyone on the offensive line is back. 10 of 11 starters are back. Tanner McKee at quarterback has received a lot of preseason praise thanks to his 6 6 frame, and he's got tremendous arm talent. He can make all the throws. Decision making is where he has lacked, but it's not due to a lack of talent. Um, wide receivers Michael Wilson and Bryson Tremaine are fifth-year seniors, and then you've got a four-year senior and Elijah Higgins in the wide receiver room. USC was very fortunate, like I said, three pick sixes. The defense has to prove to me that they can get stops. I'm taking Stanford plus nine. I'm also taking the over 66.5. Points, points, points. Stanford's going to be able to hang in. You on it? No. What time does that game come on? Um, Afternoon game, I think. Yeah, it'll definitely be. It was one I was thinking about, though, but I just don't. 6.30. I wish I would have got to see USC a little bit more. They've got good running backs. I don't trust what's his name, Caleb Williams. I just think it's the defense. Nine is, nine is a lot. Stanford plays well at home. Nine is a lot. Who did they? They upset somebody last year at home. Shit, who was that? Uh, it was oh, yeah. a good team. Was it Oregon? Yeah, they beat Oregon. I think that's who it was. Tanner McKee's getting looks, They too. kept talking about Oregon and Ohio State, who should be in the playoff. Yeah. Because Oregon yeah. beat Ohio State. And on the road, yeah. 
Tanner McKee's getting looks from NFL scouts. He's got the size. He's got the arm talent. It's going to be the decision-making. He's got veterans at wide receiver. They're not electric, dynamic wide receivers, but he's got guys that have been in there for a while. They're not. The moment won't be too big for him, I don't think. They're going to be smart. They're not going to shoot themselves in the foot. I mean, they're returning 10 of 11 starters. You're going up against a team with a new head coach, new quarterback, new running back, new wide receiver. Everybody's new. So I'm going to take the team that is proven. Not proven. Let's let's not get it twisted. Sanford's not a good football team, or at least not what they were in years past with like Andrew Luck and all of that. But they've played. It's a it's a good program. They've played together for a long time. So I'm going to take the team uh, getting nine points at home, but we're also going to take the over. I'm, I'm trusting in McKee to be able to move the ball. Like I said, I mean, Rice put together a 16-play yeah. fucking drive. They, USC could not get off the field. Gave us third and short every time, couldn't get off the field. Which, after that, it was downhill for Rice when you're getting the pick sixes. But that's that's where I say it's deceiving. Like, if the receivers catch the ball, you're not getting fucking seven the other way. And who knows if they score on those drives. Like, realistically, it wasn't looking good. After that first drive, I did not feel good. I was like, I don't know. They did not show any sign of being able to stop them. And then when Rice threw the pick six, they were inside the 20. They were in the red zone, if not right outside of it. And then it's like a 95-yard pick six going the other way. I was like, oh, my God, that was fortunate. And then it was just like, okay, they can't stop throwing pick sixes. So, yeah, no, I feel very good about Stanford, if I'm being honest. It's not my lock, but I feel really good about it. Okay. Um, what is your next one? Washington State at Wisconsin. Wisconsin 17-point favorites. Um, I, I thought about it. I'm a little bit worried about this one because there's a little bit I don't know about Washington State. I'm hearing that their quarterback could be a good player. But he's going to have his hands full against a Wisconsin defense. Another thing I'm worried about is Wisconsin wasn't as dominant running the ball last week. Mm-hmm. But uh, Graham Mertz did play well. They weren't playing anybody any good, so that's something to take into account. But it does matter. I hate that um, stupid son of a bitch. I think Mertz is going to play fine in the Russian tag. It's going late. So I think Wisconsin pulls away in the second half, and I'm going to take Wisconsin minus 17. Okay. Um, You just have your lock left? Okay. Well, it's just us. Um, All right. I have – so this one jumped big time on me. I got this at 54.5. I think it's at 57.5 now. Arizona State, Oklahoma State over. I'm going to confirm. Let me look. What's that at? 57 and a half, it looks like. Why, is this your lock? No. No, no, no. But, I mean, okay. I don't um, know enough about Arizona State's defense. When's the game? 6.30 p.m. I see 57 and a half, and then I see 58 Sanders as well. Sanders had, what, six touchdowns last yes. week? I know it's Central okay. Michigan. Yeah, but. so this is my reasoning behind it. So, <clears throat> I texted you immediately with the Central Michigan game. I said, Oklahoma State is going so goddamn fast. They couldn't keep the broadcast couldn't keep up with them, so they want to run a very quick, quick paced offense. Uh, and I'm still I'll take it at fifty seven and a half. I'll give it out at fifty seven and a half. I have it at fifty four and a half. I like that even better. Um, you told me I'm gonna be completely honest. I didn't know Emory Jones is at Arizona State. Yeah, yeah. don't love him. Hated him at Florida, but for Arizona State standards, it's not bad. Um, yeah. Oklahoma State moves so damn fast. Sanders was putting up numbers. They dropped, like I said, nearly fifty points. In the first half, I think it was uh, – they had 50, like, right at the start of the second half. Um, and then, like I said, something happened to their secondary. So you could say, okay, they're going to be fucking on them in practice and they might respond and this and that. Something happened to the secondary to where Daniel Richardson for Central Michigan was dicing them up. So 57 and a half, I'm going to go over. 
and I like that one. You yeah, that sounds like that. a good bet. I like that a lot. I'm getting in on that with you. Because they also, like, they didn't play Central Michigan very well towards the second, towards the end of the second half. Spencer Sanders fell off. Like, they went three and out a few times. Like, I think they're going to come out quick. They're going to come out firing. Um, but the defense is also good enough, too, that, the, I mean, I could see defensive scores. I could see the, uh, the over, it's too low of a number for me. It should be, it should be 60 points at least. All right. Yeah. It's one I would consider adding, but I got like so many already. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. You're adding it. It's at it's at fifty seven and a half currently. Either fifty seven and a half or fifty eight. Yeah. yeah, I see fifty seven and a half. Yeah, like I'm, I said, I'm I got fifty four and a half. Because uh, I was looking at that game. Yeah, I'm adding that. Okay, I just um, needed some convincing. All right, all I have left is my lock. All right, I have two more plays in the same game, okay. and then my lock. What's the game? Um, UAB minus six and a half at Liberty. Liberty played three guys at quarterback last week. Charlie Brewer broke his hand. He's out. Charlie Brewer was with Liberty? Yeah, he went to Liberty, but From he only threw it four times and broke his hand. Yeah, and then Utah as well. He went to Utah. Um, oh, that's right. I forgot about that. So He got beat out by Cam Rising. They yeah. benched Brewer, and then Rising came in and mm-hmm. started running the table. Right. Okay. Um, but I think they end up fi- finding their guy in Caden Salter. He's a highly recruited guy out of uh, Texas. But he got in some trouble. He he ended up he was enrolled at Tennessee, but got in trouble for burglary. <laughs> so uh, he ended up at Liberty. Lucky for Liberty because he seems like a really good player. He led the team in rushing. He came in as the third guy to come in the game and led them to a victory in overtime against USM. It's like I know UAB such a good team. They have like such a really good run mm-hmm. running attack. Their defense is pretty good, but it's like. I want to so I just think that this is too many points at home, especially for this guy who's kind of unknown. Um, he wears seven like Malik Willis. I mean, he played like him last week. Um, I think it's too many points, so I'm going to go with Liberty. Okay. It's a little bit of a stretch because it, it is a really tough UAB team who can run the football and take control of the game, but I'm also going to go with the over 50 here. Because I think UAB will still be able to move the ball, but I think Liberty kind of can keep up with them. Okay. All right. So all we have left are our locks. Yep. Wait, I thought you had two left. That, that, was, that, a, was, that was the second Liberty one. plus six and, and a half oh, and okay. over gotcha, gotcha. 50. All right. Um, you want to go first? Yeah, I don't really have that much here <laughs> because it's New Mexico State. At oh. UTEP, UTEP's 14-point favorites. I'm not going to sit here like some people and try to sell you on New Mexico State. Hey. Right? They're not a good football team. But you know who else isn't good? UTEP. They have no business being 14-point favorites here. I'm taking New Mexico State plus 14 as the lock of the week. So you are trying to sell us on New Mexico State. <laughs> if they wouldn't play the goddamn, if they would put Frakes in. They went back to Pavia. He's trash. I can't help that. I handicapped that game because of the backup. That's bad juju. What? <laughs> That's bad luck. Third time's a charm, brother. Oh, I'll be pissed. I'll be pissed. All right. No, I think they showed potential. They showed something in that first game against Nevada. Clearly, they were outmatched by Minnesota. But against Nevada, if it weren't for the turnovers, it would have been a totally different game. Probably would have won. I agree. That's why I took them against goddamn Minnesota. But UTEP is not the team that they were last year. And we've seen it through the first no, two yeah, games. Who did they just get killed by last week? 
I forget who they played, but they got beat by North Texas, who wasn't any good. Who got cr- who crushed North Texas? Oh, SMU. Yeah. You SMU. don't care about Tamordecai, do you? No, fuck. You didn't see what he did to your team? I saw it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you should care. Because he said, fuck you. You asked him if he if he knew who he was. Yeah, and he said, and I didn't. He said no, fuck him. He's been there forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, Justin, you can go next. Okay. Um, so my lock of the week is going to be USC. I mean, UCF. That was bad. Um, I was about to say. UCF, minus six and a half against Louisville. Uh, Louisville's coming off of a short week after losing to Syracuse. Uh, Cunningham did not look good. Uh, they couldn't get anything going. Syracuse got about 500 total yards against them. So, that I mean, that's not good. But uh, last year, Louisville beat UCF 42-35. to And, Louis, I mean, Cunningham had a monster game. But I don't think that's going to be the same case this year. Uh, Syracuse pretty much laid out the blueprint on how to slow them down. He does not like pressure at all. So I think UCF will have a good job at doing that. And then, um, yeah, so I'm taking right. UCF. Minus six I'm going to be honest. I think you have a bad habit of trying to get one back over on teams that burned you the week before. I was looking at Louisville in this game, to be honest. You and I were talking about this game a little bit, but you didn't Since say who you were looking at. Yeah, I was going to lean Louisville because I just think that it's an overreaction of what happened yes, to them last that's exactly week against what I was uh, Syracuse. <clears throat> that's exactly what I was thinking, too. Doesn't mean UCF won't cover, but I feel like you did it with uh, no, North I Texas. I did. And then I feel like you have a bad habit of trying to chase after these teams that just lost for you the week before, and you feel like you got to bet the other team. Because um, they play each other often, don't they? They know each other. They play each other. Well, I remember the game last year, like high scoring and came down to the end. Yeah. But, but mean, it's a new quarterback Cunningham's for a UCF, player. correct? Yeah. Yeah, it's John Rice Plumley. Yeah, I, I didn't take it, but I was I'm you asked if I had Friday games. I said I was looking at some, uh, which is only two, but I was already on one of them. But yeah, I was looking at it. I would lean I thought I was gonna lean Louisville, but then I stayed away. Let's see. What is what is the money looking like? This app sometimes pisses me off. ESPN pisses me off. The money's pretty much even. 51% of the money's on UCF, 49's on uh on Louisville. Yeah, Which I don't know. It seems like a lot. Six and a I mean, half. I don't know how good UCF is, you know. Yeah. So you never want to be I mean, I know they got Gus Mel's on. I mean, they got those two transfer wide receivers. They got the dude from Florida and I want to say the dude from Bama. And yeah, but you got to give us names. I don't know who the fuck any they of those did guys beat are. Florida last year, but Florida was in complete disarray. Yeah, twenty nine to seventeen. Um. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. UCF very well could cover. I don't know no, enough about them, but I know last year they. You probably could you would say that Gabriel was a better quarterback um, than fuck, the guy they have yes. now, and fuck then yes. they still weren't. Not probably. You could definitely say Dylan Gabriel was and a better quarterback than John Rice. weren't Baldwin. really that good against the spread last year. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, no, the the only trend there is that you just – that Louisville didn't cover for you and now you're going against them yeah, again. Yeah, it could be a trap because I don't think the score is indicative of how talented 
Cunningham is. And it's just well, he had high expectations this year. Higher, at least. Yeah. I don't think he's good. I, I don't. I mean, he puts game. He'll put games together just when you think he's not any good anymore. Yeah, and but it's kind of like bam. it's kind of like people writing off LSU. People writing off all these teams because of what happened week one. Ohio State, like, not writing off Ohio State, but it's like, oh, is I mean, I did it. Is Stroud not gonna light it up as well? I didn't say that necessarily, but he was the reason that I felt like they didn't cover the spread. Um, right. But yeah, I mean. It, like I said, they very well could cover, but all right. Um, you want to go last? Yeah, I'll go last. I'm not going to get hyped up because I'm one and eight, but that changes this week. It fucking changes this week. You're damn right it does. There you go. Let's go to the damn cornfields. I'm taking the under. This game is really low. Where are the cornfields? Really low. Uh, Iowa cornfields. Oh, God. All right, this game is super, super oh. low, but I'm going under. That under I, I, 41. I, I meant, looked at this game. I meant to make a note of that. They scored seven points and didn't score a touchdown. Yeah. They yeah. Had two safeties and a field goal. Yeah. Petrus, Spencer Petrus had a quarterback rating of 1.1. Terrible. 1.1. That's See, this one's yeah. – that's weird, though, because that's the – I say that's really weird. Low. Well, like you, like I said, you're new to betting college football. That game – it's Iowa State, right? Correct. That game is fucking weird. I, I avoid that game like the plague. Last year was 27-17. to 17. Now you got to think they also Iowa had... State will fuck up. They'll look good, and then they'll let Iowa get back in with the defensive fucking turnover – or defensive yeah. touchdown. Something weird always happens. Um, but that's why I think it's going to be low. This is a very defensive-minded team in Iowa. Their offense is terrible. They're not going to be able to score the ball much. Well, yeah, definitely. No, a lot of people are going to – that's probably going to be the popular – well, I don't know because it's such a low number. It's so low that I feel like a lot of people are going to – oh, that's too low. Yeah. Well, no, that's that's how this game goes. I haven't – I'm trying to find it right now. If I had to guess, I would think that the money would be on the under, though. Yeah. Are you – what are you doing? Are you looking for it? Um. Yeah, I'd like to know that. And what are your what are your thoughts um, on that? Yeah, I wouldn't go over. Yeah, no, it's you one. Stay of, away from the. But number. it's like it's such a low number. But it's like yeah, you can't bring yourself to take the over yeah. though after you just saw them score seven points without a touchdown. Um, spread wise, sharp money's on Iowa State, but the total sharp money's on the over forty one and a half. Seventy seven percent of the money's on the under. The public's on the under. That's why I said if I had to bet, I'm taking it's over. because no, it's be no, yeah, definitely just roll with it. That's no, I'm what, going with the under, but it is because people are seeing exactly that that they scored seven points with, uh, right. and it's like Petrus has got to be a fifth year senior now. I feel like he's been there for a goddamn decade. He's just not an accurate passer. Yeah, but, but from they a, lost their good running back. Goodwin's not there anymore. I don't think. Yeah. So, but but from a that football, was how they really move the ball from a football standpoint. Just looking at what you have in front of you. You know, you have Iowa, who scored seven points on San Diego State. They they have no offense at all. Yeah, but that's um, what I'm saying. You're, you're new, or South Dakota State, whatever the fuck it was. You're new. You're new to this though. Whereas these teams play each other all the time, and weird shit fucking happens in this game. Um. So what would you? You would stay away from the points. Well, I'm not touching it. Yeah, I personally am not touching it. Because it's a weird game. That doesn't mean it won't hit. That's what I always say. It very well may hit. Um, but my guess was that the public would be on the under. Yeah. That's what I was before I could find it. Oh, um, fuck. But no, that doesn't mean shit. <sighs> I mean, 
that it very well could be a goddamn ten to seven game. I have written down. I think this will be one of those thirteen to ten games. It very well could be. So it's gonna be tough for them to score. You're just gonna have to sit there and hope for no kick return touchdowns, no pick sixes, no f- scoop and score fumbles. I was got like a that. lot of guys on defense. A lot of guys on defense. Well, they always do. Yeah, yeah, they always do, and they but always they returned a lot of their like all American linebackers and and Riley Moss. Yeah, you know. Yeah, no, I mean, we'll see. You need it. So, Bad. all righty. I'm going to be completely honest with everybody. I think this might be the best game of the weekend. I'm going BYU minus three and a half. I got it at three. It's at three and a half now. I'll still take it. That hook scares me. But we're going with the Cougars. There's, there's no holy war this year. No BYU-Utah. This is going to be the biggest game played in, for BYU in their home stadium by far. 9.15 p.m. kickoff, so 7 p.m. their time. The place is going to be nuts. The Holy War, if you remember, was always batshit crazy. They're going to have a huge home field advantage. Obviously, I like Dave Aranda and Baylor, but I really like BYU. I wanted to take them last week. I kind of got swayed away by a lot of people being on USF. BYU looked damn good. You got Jaron Hall at quarterback. You have a very balanced offense. They're going to be able to run the ball like they always have. I think they had over 200 rushing yards last week. Give me the Cougars at home, minus three and a half. I really like three better, which is what I have it at. I, I placed the bet very early. I've been looking all day, praying that it would go back to the three, but I'll still take them at three and a half. That home field advantage is the real deal. They have a veteran in Jaron Hall who's been there for a while now, and they have a really good running game. So yeah, I think that they're going to have a ba- – Baylor's got a good defense, obviously. Dave Aranda's a very good defensive coach. They have a very balanced offense, though. I think that uh, – I think the home field advantage is going to play a big part. So give me BYU with the points. Surprised nobody else is on that. That's going to be a fucking really good game. Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be a good game. What time like, is that I'm game? being dead. 9-15. The night game. Late fucking yeah. game. And it's going to be crazy, the atmosphere there. Because, I mean, we I bet the Holy War. Well, year one is when I really found out what the Holy War was. And that was when they were both good. That was Zach Wilson and, uh, and uh, Tyler Huntley, Zach yeah. Moss. That first one was wild. I don't know if I... I could be wrong. I very well could be wrong. But I don't think I was on the wrong side of the Holy War since we started the podcast. Yeah, I don't know. I could be wrong on that. But there's no Holy War this year, which is bullshit. Why? BYU-Utah? That'd be an incredible game this year, too. Utah's good again. Yeah. Why are we getting robbed of the Holy War? But, yeah, give me BYU. I'll take a minus three and a half, even though minus three is better. Um, I mean, with Baylor, it's... They beat the shit out of Albany or whoever the hell they were playing. But you got to go out there, out west. Late game. I don't know. It's going to be a really good game. Yeah, I, I feel I feel good about BYU, though. I think this is, uh, I mean, really, they have just as good a chance as any group of five team to make some noise. So you win this one, you really got a chance. Right. I know they have another good game um on their schedule that i know they play notre dame but that's on the road they play oregon but that's on the road they play arkansas at home but that's not for like another month and a half the place is going to go nuts this is the biggest game that they're going to have on their schedule this year at home arkansas could be better if they continue to win games and maybe get in the top 10 but baylor's the number nine ranked team in the nation right now so I feel good about that one. I'm going to be honest. I feel good about that one. I feel good about Stanford. I like Pitt a lot. I, I, I feel good about my games this week. Could be a horrible sign, but I, I really do. So that's everybody, right? Yeah. Yep. I, yep. All right. To recap mine, 
Friday, give me Boise minus 16 and a half. Starting it off on Saturday, South Carolina, Arkansas under 53 and a half. Another 11 o'clock kickoff, if, if I saw it correctly. Alabama minus 20, taking Pitt plus 7. Stanford plus 9 in the over 66 and a half. Then I'm taking the over in Arizona State, Oklahoma State, over 57 and a half. And my lock of the week is the BYU Cougars minus 3 and a half. All right, I'm going with South Carolina plus 8 and a half. Texas A&M minus 18 and a half. Pitt plus seven, Wisconsin minus 17, Liberty plus six and a half, the UAB Liberty over 50, and then my lock of the week is New Mexico State plus 14. Did Oh, yeah, you did. Okay. I was like, wait, did I miss that? Um, <laughs> all right, Justin, what do you recap yours real quick? I got uh, Boston College plus three against VTech, and then I'm also taking the over at 46 in that game. Then I have Oregon State minus one against Fresno State, and I'm also going to take the over at 61. And then for my lock of the week, I'm going with UCF minus six and a half versus Louisville. So, yeah, you came for me for hyping up New Mexico State, and then you make them your lock? Yeah. I do like them. I'd be lying if I said I take didn't em. look at it. I'm no. a money line, these motherfuckers. Can't do it. Can't do it. Their defense is fucking trash. Um. All right, Joseph, re- go through yours real quick. I got early Saturday, Ohio State minus 43.5 against Arkansas State. I'm taking Bama minus 20 against Texas. I just added on Arizona State, Oklahoma State under 57.5, riding that with you. And my lock of the week is the under 41 Iowa State in Iowa. All righty. All right, there you go, college football week two. That is our picks. Um. I'm currently leading the way at 6-6-1, six, six, but somebody's going to be over 500 when this week is in the books. Um, at least we better be. All right, NFL is back. Big Thursday game, kicking it off with the Bills and Rams. Uh, for those who don't know, new listeners to the podcast, we always bet the Thursday game no matter what. You don't have a choice. Clearly, Joseph did not get that memo because he didn't listen to the podcast in years past. We always <laughs> bet the Thursday game, and historically, I dominate Thursday. So... With that being said, Buffalo on the road, defending Super Bowl champs, two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. This is not an easy one. Hell no. This is fishy. This is why I wasn't It's very fishy. A fishy line. I'll go first. I'm taking the Bills. I'm taking the Bills. The public's all over the Bills. I'm all over the Bills. I think we see a little bit of a Rams regression this year. Buffalo's the outright betting favorite to win the Super Bowl. It gets a little bit more difficult if you lose the season opener. Um, the fact that it's under three, if it was at three, I would take the Rams. It's that close for me. So three points, I'm taking the Rams. Two and a half, give me the Bills. I got it at two now. That's what I'm seeing. Well, I already got my bet in at two and a half, but I see two and a half. Um, gotcha. But, but yeah, I, don't, I mean, if you can get it at two. Is it at two or two? I'm seeing, what? <laughs> is it at two or is it at two? You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, so it'll go by what we're able to get um real quick motherfucker i hit first half i see two and a half okay right there it's still two and and a half two and a half can't let everybody see what i use it's two and a half all right i'm going under 52 okay really yeah that's the line. I want to take the bill so bad, but I just feel like that's a- It is weird. I don't like when I was looking at it, 
I was hoping that people would be on the Rams getting points at home, but the public is all over the Bills. And I hate that. I hate being on the public side, but I can't take the Rams. I think I'm going with the Bills. Just going to do it. Yeah. I'm going under 52. Okay. All right. Joseph, which side are you on? Uh, I wasn't. Uh, well, you have to. That's my bad for lack of preparation. But I, I was going to say what Nick just said, under 52. Okay. I'm taking that as well. Yeah, I think it just – I mean, could it come out and both teams start scoring, elect, it be an electric game? Yeah, but I think that the defense kind of mudd- muddies everything up. Both these defenses are pretty good in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. Um, I agree. All right. And we will preface Justin's pick with the fact that he did go 60-32 and 32, um, last year, which is damn impressive. So for everybody listening right now, the person you need to listen to more than anything until further notice is Justin when it comes to uh, NFL picks. So, Justin, with that being said, even though I dominate Thursday, which side are you on? Uh, I'm agreeing with you. I'm on the Bills minus two and a half as well. I think the Rams are going to take a step back here and um... – yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going with the, the Bills minus two. If it was at like three and a half or three, then yeah, I would take the Rams. But since it's at two and a half, then yeah, give me the Bills. Okay. Again, save your locks till the end. Okay. Unless that was your lock. No. Okay. Um. All right, so it's kind of tough looking at these. These are tough. Lie. It is. Yeah, I agree. Um, I have four four other plays. Outside of Thursday, so five. Times. I only have two. I'm on three a week. I have two. Two. Damn, two. Okay. All right. Um, I'm taking the Cardinals plus four and a half at home. I know I could be sleeping on the Chiefs a little bit. Wait, no, I'm tripping. I said four and a half. It's six and a half. Okay. Yeah, six and a half. Um, why don't I, how did I fuck that up? Um, am I missing something? <laughs> like, they always start strong. Yeah, they do. The Cardinals start every year good, and then they fade off. I, I clearly, I got to confirm this. Was I that? What did I look at? Was I way off? They always start strong, every single year. They'll go eight and zero, and then they'll just fall off a cliff. Yeah, six and a half. I like it even more. I, I, yeah, it does seem like a lot at home. You got. I mean, I, I hate the Cardinals. You do, indeed. Yeah, give me the Cardinals plus six and a half. First game on, or my first bet for Sunday at least, um, on my sheet, not in order. These games, so that that's at three twenty-five. Which first uh, NFL play? Eagles Sunday. minus four at Lions. I'm going Lions plus four at I was, home. Oh, I wanted to do it so bad. I really wanted to do that. <laughs> I love the Lions. Yeah, you can't not. They're the best team to bet on. Yeah, they're a good team, and uh, don't get it twisted. This is their year to turn things around. They lost a lot of close games, so many close ones last year, especially in the beginning of the season when they couldn't find their first win. They've but, got weapons on offense. No, yeah. I mean, it's up to Goff to get the ball to his tight end and his running back. Yes. Well, Amon, and then, uh, on the outside, yeah, they still got players there too. So it's like. DJ Chart. Yeah, it's mainly yeah, Goff's got to. Uh, if you watch Hard Knocks. Get the cobwebs think, out of his ears. If you watch Hard Knocks, you'll think Goff's going to the Pro Bowl. They all, they're good at doing that. Um, I was talking to my dad about that. Like he was saying, he thinks golf's gonna have a good year. I said, Hard Knocks is good at making making them look better than maybe they are. Um, but yeah, no, they have guys on the offensive side of the football. A very good running back, uh, an emerging wide receiver who showed a lot of promise, a top five tight end, 
If he's not five, he's six. Yeah. Um, but then they've been they keep being shitty, so they keep getting good defensive guys. You got Jeff Okuda at corner. You got Aiden Hutchinson coming off the edge. Yeah, I think it's going to be a close game. This one's going to be one that's decided by a field goal either way, I think. Yeah, I think I'll take the Lions. I'm going to add the Lions. I was looking at it for quite a while. The majority of NFL games. back? I would assume it's the start of the year. Well, he was out all year last year, right? From the beginning of the season. Yeah, he was injured. Yeah, I would assume assume he's going to be fine. That's a long time to be out if not. Yeah, true. But, um, but yeah, all right, I'll take the Lions. Joseph, what's your first NFL pick? I am on the Saints in Atlanta. Uh, Minus five and a half. I don't think whatever look we get from from Mariota and the Falcons that we won't be able to stop it. I I think they don't score any more than 10 to 13 points, and I don't think they'll be able to stop Kamara at all. I think he'll run the ball with ease and – it's a 21-24 to 10-13 game is what I see. Okay. Worries me a little bit. I'm staying away from it. Divisional matchup. Sometimes those running quarterbacks can kind of give us a little bit of a trouble. Saw it with Jalen Hurts last year. Um, I mean, realistically, yeah, on paper, we should we should blow them out of the water. They don't have anybody at wide receiver. They don't, really, they don't have anybody on the offensive side of the football outside of Kyle Pitts. And we have a lot more weapons down on the offensive side of the ball. But I'm not touching it to start the year. Um, are you on this one, Justin? No, I'm not, but I am on the Eagles and Lions game. Okay, which side? Uh, I'm actually going to take the Eagles, minus four. I think this is going to be one of the better games this week. Um, I mean, like you touched on about like the hard knocks thing, uh, I that's why I'm kind of leaning away from the Lions. I also think the Eagles are a good team, and they have high expectations this year. But um, – I think this is going to be a really good game. I'm, I mean, I'm interested to see how Hutchinson does against, you know, a, a mobile quarterback like Hurts. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a ride with the Eagles at my well, When four. you say you think it's going to be a really good game, you think it's going to be a close game? I think it'll be like a touchdown deciding game, yeah. What about the hard knocks made you think, Eagles? No, like how Logan said, how like hard knocks makes it seem like golf's a lot better than what oh. he actually is. Cuck. Gotcha. It's a movement on my line, my lock. Oh, yeah. Um, Fuck you. Yeah, no, I, I, to be completely honest, I think the Eagles might be a little overhyped. Everybody's raving about their roster because they went and made made these moves for people. A.J. Brown, obviously they just got Gardner Johnson. Ian Book. Yeah, Ian Book. I mean, they just got, yeah. The Eagles were not that fucking good last year. I still like Hurts, though. That's fine. I think Hurts can have a really good year this year. Yeah, maybe in fantasy. No, I think on the football field. I don't I don't know enough about their defense. I know they have a semi-decent defense, but I think he can lead his team to some victories and possibly even the NFC East. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, the I NFC think East they is give extremely a, weak. So outside well, of the – I mean, you've just got to do better than the Cowboys. Yeah. Who have historically That's, underachieved. you got to get through Detroit first. Yes. Um. Yeah, I mean, honestly, of anybody, the pressure's on Justin this year in the NFL. Is that fair to say? I'm coming back about my fucking name and prominence. I'm just saying, <laughs> is it fair to say that all the pressure is on Justin this year? Yeah, I mean, it is. We're trying to see if he's a fraud or not. Was, you it, know? Just, was it just a one-hit one one yeah. wonder? Right. Yeah. Was he uh, old? Stay um, strong, brother. With some players that were one-hit wonders. 
Um, Jeremy Lin. Are you yes, just a Jeremy Lin? That's a per. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good. That's good. Yeah. That's a good. Uh, if if he does fall off a cliff, yeah, that would be a good comparison. Um. All right. Speaking of the Cowboys, I'm taking the Cowboys plus two at home. I'm interested to see if you're going to make the same mistake as last year. <laughs> <laughs> you were on the Hell Bucks no, that last ain't my year. Lock. Y'all, oh, y'all should only, know my lock. You only have a lock left. Yeah. All right, Cowboys plus two. Um, home dog getting points. You got a lot of turmoil going over there in Tampa. A lot of, lot of uh, injuries on the offensive line. Tom's losing his entire family, and he's only getting older by the day. So give me the Cowboys plus two on a team that eventually you got to either fucking win something or sell the team, Jerry. So I'm taking Cowboys getting points at home. You only have your lock left, right? Yeah. How many more do you have? One more than my lock. Christ, how you have one more? I just have my lock, yeah. Okay, well, it's all me. So I go. Um, Sure. I have my one more. and then I have lock. two other plays than my lock. Okay. Go ahead. All right. Um, I am on – I'm actually on the Vikings plus one and a half against the Packers. It's in Minnesota. Um, oh, I'm tripping. I have one more than my lock. Go ahead, Vikings. Um, I like Jair Alexander guarding JJ, but I, I just think uh, I think that's a that's a battle that JJ can win. Yeah. he's that good of a receiver, and and Jair is that good of a cornerback, but no, not enough to guard JJ. He's he's too good. I think uh, I think he'll get beat downfield, and then you got Thielen in the red zone. I don't think the Packers defense is going to be able to stop the Vikings, and at home, I think they'll have enough momentum on defense to get enough stop. Enough stops on Rodgers. Okay. I'm not touching that. Are you on? Is that your lock? No. Okay. Personally, I'm not touching that divisional matchup. Again, Rodgers is Rodgers. I understand he's getting older, too. I'm shaking my head no for the Jair Alexander um, Justin Jefferson matchup. I don't think there's very, really anybody in the league that can guard Justin Jefferson one on one. With that being said, Packers defense is pretty good. So I got to see. I, I, who's home? Vikings are home? Yeah. Home dogs. I like I love a good home dog. Oh yeah. Um so that's one thing. But what did uh Packers do? First game last year? I forgot. <laughs> that was last year. Thirty seven three. Whatever it was. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. they got shit on. Um It'll happen again. All right. Um all right, my one before my lock. Kind of a square pick. I'm going Broncos minus six and a half. Russ Revenge back in Seattle. Seattle sucks. Bad. Let's not uh let's not get it twisted. It's a lot of points though. Twelfth man. But if anybody knows that place, if anybody knows that defense, which is a fucking shitty ass defense, Geno Smith at quarterback. Broncos with a really good D. I think Patrick Sertain was like I was looking at something. They think he might lead the league in interceptions. I didn't know about that, but I was I was like, okay, I like it. Uh they have a good defense, and then now they've got somebody that can get the ball to talented wide receivers. Javante Williams, a running back I really like. It's like, how do you justify, other than the fact that the Seahawks are at home, how do you justify taking the Seahawks? Right. So they can say it's a revenge game for the Seahawks too, but I'd rather have the... The good players. Yeah, for the nerves. revenge. Yeah, so... Nerves, maybe. Ner- Russell Wilson's not going to have any nerves. Just saying. He, no, he's fucking won Super Bowls with... uh Or Super Bowl with Seattle. Uh, but yeah, Broncos minus six and a half. Bronco Nation, let's ride. You can go with your lock. All right. Um, Colts minus seven versus Texans. I'm going Texans plus seven. Are you really? Why do you keep saying it like that? Why? 
like switching it around. I always say who's favored. Well, I discussed the matchup. Yeah, I'm going Texans. I think it's too many points. The Colts are good on offense and are on defense. Are the Texans home? Yeah. Okay. I like a home dog. But I think the Texans are quietly. What do you have to spread? A good team. What do you have to spread seven. at? Seven. It was seven okay. and a yeah, half. Yeah. Okay. That's why I said shit. I don't know Texans? why I thought you said eight and a half. But the Texans, though? Yeah. It's a, it is a lot good. of points, though. This is what no. I was preaching it last year. Like 80% of NFL games are decided by four points or less. Yeah. It's just the way it is. A home dog getting that many points, I'll never say I don't like it. And they're not a bad team. I think Davis Mills, yeah. Davis, everyone wants to say there. Whatever. I, I was saying early episodes, I think Davis Mills is going to do better than people think. You got Cooks. I yeah. you had a bad history with the Texans. Oh, he's got a horrible history with the Texans. <laughs> I named him to win the Super Bowl before that boy molested <laughs> everybody. You, <laughs> <laughs> you had him winning everything. You had him winning MVP. You had him winning everything. Uh, yeah. Um, so alleg- too many points? Allegedly. Allegedly molested. Yeah, 70, too many points. 75 massage therapists. Um, I'm not sold on Matt Ryan either. So, Yeah. I don't know. They got a good defense. That it they is have a lot a of good points. team. It's a lot better than what he was working with before. Well, but they were, a, but they were a good team with Carson Wentz. I think he's going to be better than Wentz. Not as mobile. Not as mobile. No. I mean, we know how to beat Matt Ryan. So sack his ass. Interior pressure, just like how you beat Tom Brady. Um, yeah, no. There, there's a lot to be said for a home team getting a lot of points in the NFL. So I said it all last year. I feel like that helped me in my uh, NFL turnaround. So I feel like that kind of reprogrammed my brain when it came to handicapping NFL games, and I feel like it paid off. My lock of the week, Steelers-Bengals under 44-and-a-half. I think um, – Where's that game at? I think – Cincinnati. Yeah. So – sorry, I got fucking shit popping up. It's in Cincy. Steelers, like I said, they named Trubisky. I think that – you know what they have. They have a really good defense. I think um, – 44.5, we're going to hit the under. It's too many points. I don't think the Steelers are going to be able to really do much on offense. I understand. I mean, it's going to be, is Najee Harris going to be able to really get the ground game going? But, what, are they going to throw to George Pickens? I think he's going to be good, but it's just a lot of uncertainty on the offensive side of the football outside of Najee Harris. And then... Deontay Johnson. Fuck him. And then a quality Bengals defense. Yeah but a really good Steelers defense. So I'm going under. It's my lock of the week, 44 and a half. This is a divisional game. They always play each other tough. Yeah, I like it. So who's next? Justin? Um, My lock, I am going with uh, the Ravens minus seven against the Jets. Uh, They say Zach Wilson's going to be able to go be the starter, but, I mean, it. I'll take Zach Wilson or Joe Flacco as their starter, and I'm still comfortable with Ravens minus seven. That's it. That's all you got? Yeah. All right. Well, what if Joe Flacco gets revenge on him? They're getting yeah, rid of him yeah. after they got him that Super Bowl. It'll be all right. Didn't think about that, did you? My lock of the week is um, Chargers minus three and a half over the Raiders. Hate it. I knew you were going to say that, and I, I thought the Raiders were going to be your lock. I, th- I thought I know that you're well. high on the Raiders this year. It's a divisional um, game. Divisional game, and it's not even really a home game for anybody because you know the Raiders fans are going to be there. Yes. Um, I do agree with you in a sense that Carr can be better with Adams and, and they will have a more high-potent offense, but I think that 
The Chargers are far and away one of the better teams in the NFL, not only on the offensive side of the ball. I think they're better on defense as well. I think Herbert is going to light up the Raiders' defense, and the Raiders will score, but I don't think enough to keep up with that spread. What are your thoughts on this? It's a tough one because I don't know. It's like a you got to ask the big question if the Chargers are ready to take that step forward that a lot of people kind of thought they were going to take last year. They split last year, one and one. Let's go to the playoffs. Raiders won. They did indeed. Found out a lot about the Chargers. I'm surprised nobody was on the Panthers. Was, was that a point minus. and a half? Yeah, it was like minus two and a half. Yeah, it's a trap. Trap game, yeah. 100% trap. <coughs> 100% trap. Browns are still good. Great-ass no fucking run. Yeah, great-ass defense, great running game. Okay enough wide receivers. And Brissett, he's starting, right? Yeah. I would consider the fucking Browns there. but Yeah, I, th- I thought about taking them. I thought you just said you were surprised nobody was on the Panthers. Oh. Yeah, I'm Okay. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I like the Raiders. Divisional matchup. You said you got three or three and a half? Three and a half. Oof. I'll take uh, the hook. I think the Chargers are that good. Shit. Raiders will win by 12. Um, 12? Yeah, it's going to be That's a not number. I know. I know, but when you have a feeling, you got to go with it. Yeah. Um, all right, recap mine. Thursday night, give me the Bills, plus two and a half on the road. Cardinals, plus six and a half against the Chiefs. Could be a sucker bet there. Cowboys, plus two. Broncos, minus six and a half. Lions, plus four. And my lock of the week is the Steelers, Bengals, under 44 and a half. Dogs are barking again. I'm all over the dogs. I'm on the Bills, Rams, under 52. I'm on the Lions, plus four. And as my lock of the week, I'm on the Texans plus seven. All righty. Justin? Uh, Thursday night on the Bills, minus two and a half against the Rams. And then I'm going to be on the Eagles, minus four against the Lions. And then for my lock of the week, it's going to be the Ravens, minus seven against the Jets. Joseph? Thursday night, I'm going with Nick, under 52. Do you feel pressure on these games? What's that? These games. Yeah, I'm one, eight, and one. Well, I feel pressure to, on anybody. Well, you're supposed to be an NFL guy. No, yeah, your NFL record's separate from your college record. Regardless, I feel pressure. I'm just saying, you came in here highly touted as an NFL guy. Did I come in here highly touted as an NFL guy? Self-highly touted. I don't think so. Would, I think you would, made that tout up. I didn't tout anything. He touted <laughs> you. Didn't tout anything. No, I'm, I'm not. I know about you, okay? I know you know the NFL. Let's go. I mean, I know it better than college. I'm not a fucking guru. I was asking um, if there was pressure. My record's 1-8-1, yes. I'm not talking about your college record. Well, there's pressure, period. I need to look good. It's okay you if guys. you're good in the NFL. Uh, Saints, minus 5.5 against the Falcons. Vikings, home dogs. I'm going to take them plus 1.5 against the Packers. And then my lock of the week is going to be Chargers, minus 3.5 against the Raiders. All right, there you go. NFL Week 1 picks are in the books. Um, all right, top three serials of all time. It's getting late, so we'll speed through this. There but what do you mean, here we go? I just know you're going to have some shit to say about mine. Yeah, probably. You fucking got Always Dollar does. General cereal. Number three. This is tough. This is not an easy thing to pick. Uh, number three, Crunch Berries. Captain Crunch Berries or Oops All Crunch Berries? <laughs> <laughs> it makes a um, Captain Crunch Berries, not Oops All Crunch Berries. Not all, all whatever Crunch Berries. Um, it's all Crunch Berries. But they're all good. 
Yeah. All I I'm gonna be actually I'm gonna be completely honest. I don't think I've ever had oops all crunch berries. You gotta be kinda weird. <laughs> I haven't had it either. I have had all of the whatever you wanna call the other part though. What what is it? The fucking regular corn. Captain Crunch? Yeah. yeah that's but good. without the berries. Yeah. Oh wait, yeah, yeah. It's just Captain Crunch. Mm-hmm. But crunch berries. Crunch berries over Captain Crunch. Uh number two, s'mores. Could Fuck be no- with that. Could be number one. Could be number one. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Blue box. Went away for a while, came back with a vengeance. One of the best cereals of all time, without a doubt, could be number one. But my number one, undoubtedly, has got to be Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yeah. You can never go wrong. One, I have a thing for, like, cinnamon. So, but you can never go wrong with Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It's good immediately when it's fresh. It's equally as good when it gets a little soggy. And the milk. And then the milk is incredible. Yeah, it is good. Crunch berries, s'mores, cinnamon toast crunch. I have two honorable mentions, but I'll let y'all go first. Mine's similar. Number three's coming in fruity pebbles. You better eat them quick. <laughs> <laughs> you let them get too fucking soggy, it's over. Fruity pebbles was an honorable. Yeah, mention. you gotta you gotta eat them quick. And then number two's Captain Crunch. Uh, I mean, um, cinnamon toast crunch. Number three is Captain Crunch, Crunch Berries. Yeah, number th- number one. Which way are we going? Three Jeez, Fruity Pebbles, geez. two. Wait, can I do more? <laughs> two <laughs> what Cinnamon we- Toast Crunch, and yeah. then one is Crunch Berries? Yep. Okay. Yeah, pretty similar. One is Crunch Berries? Yeah. And how, what was Crunch Berries on yours? Three, but it could any one of them. They could all have been. I one. know. That's how I feel, too. Yeah. All right, what's your three? Three, I got Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Okay, Jesus Christ. We got nothing. Nobody's with anything out of left toast field. Crunch, Who's throwing man? out Pops? That's my number wow. one. Just wait. Are you serious? My pops. Oh. Honey smacks? It's, I guarantee no, I fuck with honey smacks, bro. <laughs> yeah. Everybody shit on honey, honey smacks, but I like honey oats. smacks. Number two, Cookie Crisp. Okay. Don't sleep on Cookie Crisp. Overrated. Overrated? Yeah. What are you talking about? That's Way another overrated. cereal with the milk afterwards as well. No. You're what? like biting through styrofoam. and it, Yeah. They taste stale. I've never had them not taste stale. Oh, my stale. gosh. You're ridiculous. You number like Cookie one, Crisp? No. Why not? Because they don't taste. Because he's just agreeing <laughs> with you. That's why. Number one, I'm gonna go O's. Y'all don't know about that, and yeah. you you Those can't disrespect not, it. Not like when we were kids, you know about O's? Like in middle school, junior high, yeah. What do you know about? They had O's? definitely not come out when we were in junior high. Oh yeah, those have been around since I was a kid. I'm saying before junior high. Oh, he's yeah. saying they just came out in junior high. I thought I thought they hit the market like junior he's high, thinking of something school. else. Are you thinking of Oreos? <laughs> Oreo O's, another good one. No, number one is O's, and don't even say some dumb shit like I know you want to. Yeah, because you never even had them. Yeah, because they all the the old folks' home has all of them. No, the we only place that sells them. them is Walmart. Yeah, no, you can't find them because they're all at 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 fucking cereal. Hands old down. folks' home. Hands down, they will. I'll say this: be prepared because they will fuck the roof of your mouth up. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> might be bleeding never, sometimes. Somebody never had crunch berries then. Um, all right, Justin, what is your three? All right, coming in at number three, Special K, Chocolate Delight. Y'all ever had it? <sighs> yeah. So, good yeah. Remember what we said about the blind side last week? <laughs> yeah, or the Sonic fries. <laughs> what What kind of Special K? Chocolate Delight. Special K. I've had them. Is that the one filled with them? It's got chunks of chocolate. We're talking top three. <laughs> Yeah, it's and we're three. going special he said it's K my top three chocolatey <laughs> delight. Do you have anything to add over there? Nick's looking at his draft grade. No. <laughs> he just threw out special K. I know. I know what that 
means. <laughs> it goes along with his blind side. And the Sonic fries. And yeah. the Mardi Gras cheesecake. And the Russian National Anthem. Dude. All right, what is two? Number two, Reese's Puffs. That's more I don't hate it. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Not a good one. Okay. And then number one, Fruity Pebbles. Okay. Yeah. Respect it. Special K? The Chocolate Delight. I don't like any of the other. Specifically the Chocolate Delight. Yeah, one. that's the only. Okay. Gotcha. One I like. We're yeah. all sleeping on one. What? Big time. My first honorable mention. What? Waffle Crisp. Stop. Honorable mention. You're supposed to be some cereal savant, and you don't know about waffle crisp? No, I know what it is. <laughs> right? I, I know what it is. Honorable mention that doesn't get enough credit is Frosted Flakes. Yeah, I was frosted thinking about flakes. that. Straight That's up Frosted Flakes, you True. can never go wrong. I milk and Frosted Flakes. Is the what? The milk. Oh, frosted oh, flakes? yes, yes. Very good. Very good. I could eat six bowls of Frosted Flakes at any point in time of the day. Without a doubt. Back to back? Yeah. Yeah. I'll ever, uh, like, you had, like, three boxes of cereal in your pantry and couldn't decide. Yeah. Mix a little bit. No, <laughs> yeah, that's fucking cereal killer shit. Yeah, I did. No. It was not a good idea looking back yeah, on I mean, it, but, yeah, you tried I did. it a couple times. Why not just choose. eat a bowl of each? Okay, we couldn't eat that much. <laughs> you mixed what? Yeah, some weird shit that should not have been mixed. O's and fucking Special K? I have s'mores in my honorable mention. I never mix cereal. Hell no. Marissa would kill me if I didn't say this, but another honorable mention, and she's right, Apple Jacks. Apple Jacks is low. No, Apple Jacks are the shit. Awesome. Apple Jacks are the shit. I'm going to be completely honest. Since we've been trying to eat better, I haven't eaten good cereal in months. It sucks, right? I've been eating Cocoa Bunnies. You ever had had Cocoa Bunnies? (laughs) No. I've never had that. I've never heard of that. They fucking suck so bad. Um, Cocoa Bunnies. I remember, like, my little cousin was like, oh, he's all excited for his Cocoa Bunnies in the morning. I was like, you have no idea. Like, he was looking forward to it. Like, oh, yeah, I'm ready for Cocoa Bunnies. You have no idea (laughs) what you're missing out on. You're excited over Cocoa Bunnies? You would fucking shit yourself for a goddamn bowl of Cocoa Crisp. Um, I have the other two Cocos written down. Puffs and Pebbles. Yeah, Cocoa Pebbles are way better than Cocoa Crisp. If I'm being honest, Cocoa Crisp is kind of weird. Cocoa Crisp is a fucking letdown. But Rice Krispies, Coke or whatever, yeah, Rice Krispies cereal. When you add sugar by the spoonful, and you fuck oh, just regular plain Rice Krispies. Yes, yeah, that is good. Yes, yeah. Didn't they used to pop? Yes. Yeah. Snap, crackle, pop. Uh, You go to grandma's. You're fucking loading that shit up with sugar. You got to stir it so it sucks. You got to fucking work for it. But once you get it. Once you get the mixture down, once you got the formula down pat, dude, that shit is good. There's one more. What? Honorable mention that I know you like. What? Fruit Loops. Uh, yeah. I mean, Fruit Loops are like a staple. You can't go wrong exactly. with them. But it's like when you go to the store and you're like, I'm getting one box of cereal. You're not yeah, getting you're not Fruit, getting fruit Loops. Loops. No. It's no. very, very plain. But, it's an but, honorable if, it, but if somebody was like, you're like, oh, can I have some cereal? And they're like, yeah, all we have is Fruit Loops. You're not like, fuck. You're not going to I don't turn want that cereal down. now. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. All right. There's our list, top three. This is a big week. This feels like moving week. I'm so nervous. This is, it feels like moving week. Um, I got 10 total bets right now. Yeah. It's a lot. No, yeah, this is going to make or break. Um, it's going to decide, separate the boys from the men. It's a big week. NFL's back. But it's going to be a big week in college. I feel very good about these games. It's going to be a good litmus test for me to see what kind of year I'm going to have. So, 
with that being said, episode 123, Big Easy Bets in the books. You got anything to say before we go? Good luck. Joseph? Good luck, fellas. Justin? Yep, good luck, everybody. All right, Saints are back, baby. Who dat? Fucking minus five and a half, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm a little worried, if I'm being honest. But I also think we're going to win uh, the Super Bowl. So I guess 99 to 4. I guess I shouldn't be worried. But, yeah, five and a half. Joseph says hammer it. Who dat? The house always wins. Play long enough, you never change the stakes. The house takes you. Unless when that perfect hand comes along, you bet big, and then you take the house. I've been practicing this because a little bit that I rushed. It felt like I rushed. It was good. I liked it.